Let's go! Okay. Down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Pauline, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! You know, that brings up a good question. Do you know where the white women are at, Anthony? By any chance? Uh, they were Trump. Uh, no, I believe they were at the anti-Trump protest today. That's where ah, they were. You know, I got a lot to say about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, we need to start off with some fun. <laughs> let's get to the movie first, and then we'll do our usual taper off into the uh, land of racism and uh, what is right in the workplace, which is usually what we end up talking about for some reason on this show. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is and isn't appropriate in the workplace? I, I don't know. I still don't know how we got on that, but we did. It was fun. Good time. It was. It was actually very good conversation, but it, it tied into the movie that we were doing, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, we always, you know, we try. We, we, try. we taper off, but we always try to connect to whatever we're actually talking about, movie wise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always try to do that. And uh, so, anyway, how are you, Anthony? I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Good. Unlike a lot of folks today, I, you know, I've mm. been uh, resting easy. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 I, I, I haven't uh, felt the urge to tear shit up. I haven't uh, caused any malicious damage, anything. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but what's the word? Uh, malicious destruction of property. Uh, Yeah, I think that's what they're calling it now. Um, I don't know what Starbucks has to do with this, but anyway, we're going to get into the movie first, correct? Yes. Okay. 
All right. Why don't we get into the movie before we get into the uh, the politics? Because really, people want to hear about the movie. Um, movie one of my do, personal favorites. One of your personal favorites. 1991's Hanging with the Homeboys. Now, I have not. I just saw this movie today. Um, I'm going to admit I'm a bit spoiled, and I was waiting for a little more to happen. A little more, as in what? I don't know. You know me. I'm 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 waiting for like someone to pull a gun. Um. So well, this wasn't one of those type of movies. This is more of a com- a little bit of drama, mostly comedy, just like um, a comedy airs hanging out on a Friday night. Four, four, four friends kind of going nowhere in their lives at this moment. One of them, uh, being John Leguizamo, really wants to is the most ambitious out of the group. I would say uh, that's really what it is. They go out for the night. I mean, just, just to give it a quick. You know, in my analyze go out for the night, and um, they all have a little something in their lives happen to either keep them where they're at or have them move forward. Two of them basically move move forward. Two of them are right back where they're at. So, you know, yeah, that, that was what so, I got from it. Um, so yeah, we have an ambitious guy, a mm-hmm. semi ambitious guy. Uh, a go nowhere guy and uh, a guy that lives off women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, I really thought this being a New York movie, I'm gonna be able to go through. I mean, half of this cast has probably been an NYPD blue. One, I found one. Hey, you, as long as you found one, the tradition stays alive. Yes, I box. did. I found one person. Uh, her name was, uh, LaTanya Richardson Jackson, uh, shares a name with me. She was the, right in the beginning, the caseworker with Dougie Doug. Uh-huh. That was it. That was her only scene. And, uh, she did one episode of NYPD Blue. Tremendous. <laughs> so, there you go. I got nervous, man. I'm going through there and I'm like, holy shit, no one's been in fucking NYPD Blue. Now let me ask you: When you was watching it, did you actually have to go through the cast list, or could you? When you saw it, you're like, "Yes, I NYPD had, Blue." I had to go through the cast list because I kept thinking he looks familiar, and then I'm like, "No, it was Blue Bloods or or some other cop show they were in." I was like, oh, "It wasn't that one." But hey, you uh, know what I'm surprised about? Hmm? I mean, like I said, I you know I've, I've been honest. I I did I wasn't like a faithful watcher of uh, NYPD Blue. I watched it here and there. I'm actually surprised Dougie Doug never made an appearance. Because no. anybody that was following TV and movies in the 90s, mm. Dougie Doug was in a lot of shit. Yeah, he, he's been in Blue Bloods as of recent. He's been in Blue Bloods before. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dip, has. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dougie Doug. Hold on a minute. Let me make sure of that. I'm 99% sure, but one part of me is saying I could be wrong. Dougie Doug. Oh, uh, Weeze bringing the knowledge in the chat here. Dougie Ah. Doug was also on an episode of Law and Order SVU. Yes, he was. Yeah, Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods was the what was yeah he was in, and yeah he was in uh I know he was in just SVU or he was he was in the other he was in both Law and Order regular and SVU. Now, box was he in uh your show here NYPD Jew? 
<laughs> I don't think I've seen that one, sir. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, thank, thank, thank Weebs <laughs> for that one. I can't take credit for that one. This is Trump. Yeah, you better watch out, Weebs. This is fucking Trump's America now, motherfucker. <laughs> fucking ship you back to wherever you were born. I have a feeling. <laughs> oh. I got a feeling it was Louisiana, so I just I just screwed myself there. But anyway, <laughs> if it's Louisiana, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't they 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 didn't had a lot of bad luck with water and right. tides rising over the years. All right, all right. He says he's a citizen. Mother, you better be able to prove it. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, you don't look like no citizen to me. You look like you know speaker. Know what I mean, bro? Huh? Boxman is going for the jugular tonight. Savage. Look at me. I could pass for either Jewish or Italian. Trust me, dude. Either way, I'm getting murdered by the goddamn Klan. Trust me. Boxman's uh, Facebook page is about to be wall-to-wall Goodfellas style pictures with him and the lady. Go get your fucking shine box. Oh, God. <laughs> that, I'm sorry, Box. You, that needs to be a profile pic that you took a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the good fella style. I'm sorry. I'm never going to let you let that one down, bro. That was great. The pic with me and my girl heading out to yeah, the Christmas party. She was looking party. pissed off and just like, look, you look like a pissed off Italian. I, I was smiling. <laughs> yeah, all right. I could swear I was smiling in that picture, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. That picture is hilarious. I, I don't even like my picture taken, so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Alright, back to the fucking movie. Um, Dougie Doug, who I guess in this movie would be the go-nowhere, blame-the-white-man-for-everything guy. Yes, Dougie Doug, I gotta say this right off the bat. Criminally underrated guy. Really is. Really is. Yeah. yeah, and every movie he's in, though, he seems to play a turned-up version of himself. So, I don't know. I don't know, but I do like Dougie Doug and everything I've ever seen him in, so. Yeah. I liked him in this, and I also liked him in Class Act. Another movie we got to get to at some point. I liked Class Act. I'm not going to lie. I like it. I know a lot of people kind of shit on that flick, but once again... That's what the show's about, giving credit to movies that otherwise wouldn't get the credit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, look, this wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen. It was a good movie. It was a, 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 a uh, I mean, it, it, it's not any, don't go into it thinking you're going to see fucking shit blowing up and, you know, guns and shit. I, I, like I said, I'm a little spoiled in that way. I'm used to watching action movies or, you know, movies where something's going to, going to, explode or get shot especially with this Nestor guy in it uh Nestor Serrano I mean he's in mostly gangster or he's been in blue bloods a ton already a couple of times and he's been in law and order and any show with the word blue or New York he's been in it yes now uh this is like a, a recurring theme in the movie now obviously Nestor both in the movie and in real life I think he's a a Puerto Rican descent Puerto Rican, Mexican. I'm not trying to. Let me look this up. But Serrano, that's uh, Serrano. That's um. Let me look this up because I don't want to. <laughs> New Yorker. I got a feeling he's Italian. Uh, no, I looked at he's yes, I was right. He's a Puerto Rican descent. Okay, okay. Yes, I, yeah, I did look it up because I didn't want to <laughs> say the wrong thing here. But he's All a Puerto right. Rican descent. Okay. 
And in the movie, it's a running joke of him <laughs> past his Italian. Yep. And we'll get to that. Uh, you remember the part with the cop? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. we're going to get to that. We will. I mean, get, it's I, not a long movie, but there's certain parts that really kind of stick out. No, it's uh, less than an hour and a half. It's like an hour and twenty minutes of a movie. You know, something to pop on if you're, uh, you know, just got an hour and twenty minutes to kill. But definitely was, you know, a good movie. Um, and now, you boss, know, before we get into the meat and potatoes, let me ask uh, you. Uh, did you, I mean, could you relate to this movie? Did you have any nice, like, because, I mean, you were, like, what, 15, 16 around time this movie came out? Uh, let's see, 91, I probably was 16, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you probably were a little young before you could actually go out, go out like that. But uh, you remember, like, mid-90s, early 2000s, having any kind of nights nice like this with your boys? Um, Just looking, just going out, no plans, just yep. like, fuck it, let's just get in the car and drive till we find something. Many. And... Fashion parties. I had... I, I could give you a friend just like each one of these guys. I I really could. Like my buddy Mike is, uh, you know, um, Vinny or Fernando, whatever you want to call him. That's my buddy Mike. Um, or a couple <laughs> of my other buddies. This guy, uh, Dougie Doug, I could easily put in my buddy, you know, uh, Jackie in there. What, always bitching about something? <laughs> always bitching about the white man. Married to a white girl. Uh, <laughs> Got an excuse for everything? <laughs> always bitching about the white man. White man, white man, white man. God damn it, you're married to a white girl. That was that was him. And uh, Liquizamo, who, by the way, looked like a fucking 16-year-old fresh-faced kid in this movie. He had a good run. He's always for the longest time. He always did have that baby face. He's starting obviously. He's starting to age now, but for the longest time, he had a hell of a run with that baby face. Yeah, he did, man. He really fucking did, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I really could put names to uh, to all these people. I, I probably should stop at this point. But uh, Mario Jarner was pretty straight laced, though. Like, you got any guys like that? Uh... Yeah, that would have been most of the guys I was in a Jewish youth group with. Uh, <laughs> that were overall decent, but like, were, eh. Yeah, yeah. St still had a little scam in them. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, um, you know, it just basically that's what the movie was. A night out with no plans. Um, shit goes wrong for... Like I said, each and every one of them, except one. One guy actually, uh, John Leguizamo, actually ends up uh, having a good night. Yes. Out of all four of them, I think he ends up having the best night. So. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, I don't know. Like, uh, he had the best night because I guess he he was the only one that kind of went out with no expectations of anything. Because I mean, he kind of like. <laughs> They kind of portray him as kind of like the, not the sad sack, but the guy that's always kind of like, eh. I mean, we all got that. We all got that one friend that, you know, he overall, you know, they're a good guy. But they just had that, like, that little, very sad sack disposition about him. Everything is kind of like, eh, what was me? And mm. nothing ever goes my way, so I'm just going to be a sad sack. Yeah. Like, they're kind of like, like, they're good people, but they're just kind of like depressing to be around sometimes. Mm -hmm. Which is why, uh, Nestor's character didn't even want him to come out to begin with. Like, please yeah. leave him at home. <laughs> yep, that's why. <laughs> if I have a bad night, in any way, shape, or form, at any point, you know it's going to be on your fault. You Dougie know whose fault this is. You that on him. 
All night he put that. You know whose fucking fault this is? You know who fucking fault this is, right? He said that all fucking night to poor Dougie Doug. You know whose fault this is? I didn't even want him to come. You wanted Johnny to come. <laughs> now, now, I guess, like, you know, like, this is not a long movie, so let's, I guess, start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The movie actually had a very unique opening. And, and, and the Go funny ahead. thing is, you, you could tell this was a New York movie because oh, yeah. of how this opened because they say when you're in New York, you could do the craziest shit and people will just look at you like, yeah, just another day in New York. Right. <laughs> like, literally, New York is just one of those cities where you can get away literally with murder and people just look at you like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what they do. They're on a subway. And they basically give this whole scene where there was a fight that they were talking about and this and that. And it turns out all four of them are actually friends. And it was planned out. And they laugh. And one of them actually does want to be an actor. Mario yes. Joyner's character in this movie where I'm actually, I mean, he, you go to his, he doesn't even have a picture in his IMDb. How the fuck is that? Ah, some people. I, I don't know. I, Mario, I had, I've come across a few people like that. Oh fuck! I mean, Mario Joyner's been doing. I mean, he's been acting for ever. Yeah, this guy's been ever collaborated load. with Chris Rock. He's so it's like like he's known. Everybody in this movie is known. They may not be big time stars, but they're known. If you see this movie, like, oh, I know who that guy is. I've seen him in this Lester. My God, Dougie Doug. We just John. If you don't know who John Leguizamo was, then fuck out of here. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. He's been in a shitload of fucking, not even movies, but his comedy and, but he's done some really good movies too. That I mean, that movie he did with, uh, uh, fuck, who am I thinking? Schwarzenegger, Collateral Damage. Oh yeah, oh that Jamie Foxx was in it. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking. Uh, Jeez, God damn it, Anthony. They don't all look alike, dude. Yeah, my. <laughs> That was my fault. But that, Jesus, that, you're thinking of John Turturro. Jesus, he's not even a Jew, and you think we all look alike? My God, Anthony. Yeah, this episode <laughs> is called the racist episode. Yeah, this is. <laughs> we getting Trump's we getting America mixed up. The Trump's America episode. <laughs> Get used to it, folks. This is going to be the God willing, we're alive and healthy four years from now. This is going. This is the state of THT. This is it. Get used to it, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Accidental racism. Oops. Uh, yeah, that's collateral. By the way, he's uh, Weebles right in the chat. That's collateral. You're thinking? I believe collateral was hit, uh, Jamie Fox and uh, Tom Cruise. Yes, that was yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw it. That's actually a good flick too. I actually haven't seen that. I have it, but yes, I haven't watched that. It. You know, we don't. <laughs> We can do it for the show or not, but that's actually a good movie just to watch. Yeah, I'll, trust me, I, I'll, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, and we've we mentioned John Leguizamo, and that dude there, you know, like we were saying, I remember him from Collateral Damage, uh, Carlito's Way. How could you forget Su- that? Summer of Sam. Summer you- of Sam. Um, I mean, he's been a voice in a ton of these, you know, Ice Age movies. And he's done a bunch of his own movies, though. Um, She's probably going to think this is a shitty one, but the kid in me has to bring up Super Mario Brothers, the live-action movie. Dude. I know a lot of people think that movie sucked, but I have a soft spot for it. I'll tell you a shitty movie of his that I actually thought was enjoyable. It was called The Pest. 
I remember that. I actually thought it was a good movie. Uh, he was in the fan with De Niro. He was. Okay. He was an sure? executive decision with Steven Seagal and Michael Douglas. This guy's had some underrated. He's never the. He's not. He. He. he uh, what's the what I'm looking? Uh, the still line from Beyond the Man. He. He was never Denzel. Mm-hmm. He was always Denzel's best friend. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He was always the. You know. The. The. The, the best friend. The. The, the, the just another guy in the crew, you know what I mean. But he, but he was never um, n- 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 just never the lead guy. But has played some great roles, dude. Tu Wong Fu. Did you ever see that movie with him, Wesley Snipes, and Patrick Swayze all dressed up as women? Yes, that movie was funny yet disturbing. It all was, at once. It I don't was. ever need to see Wesley Snipes in drag again. Yeah, exactly. Spawn. I mean, I was, Wesley's uh, a good actor, but damn, he's an ugly woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in Die Hard 2. He was in Spawn. He was amazing in Spawn. Oh, we just bring up another movie I like. Uh, What's the worst that could happen? That was the, Nita, mm-hmm. the Danny DeVito and Martin Lawrence. Yep, yep. And he was in Dr. Doolittle. He was the voice of the rat. That's right, he was. Uh, but I, you know, just one of those kind of actors that goes under the radar until you're like, oh fuck yeah, I know who that guy is. Yeah, uh, yeah, done some really good stuff. And uh, according to IMDb, he's got a pff, one, two, three, four. He's got like five things coming out this year. One of them is a uh, TV series that doesn't look like it's an English. It looks like it's a Spanish TV series. And Box, before we go any further, and this actually ties into the movie, this movie does something that I wish a lot of movies, and hell, as a wrestling tie-in, I wish WWE would do more of today. And that's from the jump, they establish each character's personality. So literally within the first 10 to 15 minutes, you already know each character's motivations, you know what Mm -hmm. they're about, you know their personality traits, because they actually break down each character. They show you in their element. And break down how they are personality. What do you think of that? Oh, I'll put it this way. I'm 18 minutes in, and I'm already in uh, onto a different scene. The character building is already gone. They I mean, they immediately establish what these guys are all about. Right after the subway scene, they immediately go to you know Dougie Doug begging, you know begging for money. They <laughs> right after that they go to Vinny slash Fernando. A girl walks up in his apartment, and he... No, 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 before that, remember, he's on the bed. The phone the bed. rings. Yep, the Do phone you please rings. tell me you had a clip pulled up? <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he, 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 the, the girl gives him, you know, a, a, a tin of food. He can't even fit it in his fridge with all the other tins of food from other girls. You know, just, and, and you know, Mario, Mario Joyner establishes himself as an actor on the phone immediately, and a desperate actor at that. Yeah, he he's working for a uh, sex line, I believe. Yeah. Well. Um, oh no, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Of, um, so I'm thinking of a CB4. You're back to CB4. Yeah, I'm getting my Jesus black folk mixed Christ. up, and I'm like, go figure. And uh, John Leguizamo, they 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 go right to him in the grocery store, being the hardworking, hopeless romantic kind of guy. I, I guess you could call him the. Big he has a crush on a, uh, I guess a local patron <laughs> at the supermarket. He ask he works up the courage to ask her out. And she politely turns him down, and then I don't know. It's just like I don't know. She kind of looks at him like with the like, oh, right, maybe next time. 
Isn't that the worst? Is the girl when you ask somebody out and they try to politely say no, I got plans, yeah, and then they kind of give you that look like maybe next time, all right, and then they give you that little that little uh, pat on the shoulder or the arm or whatever that girls do. Don't you hate that shit? Oh yeah, I was trying to see that wasn't her. Okay, all right, I was trying to see what else the girl Vanessa, the the uh, the the girlfriend that they can't decide. What what number she is? She was in Sugar Hill. I actually liked that movie. Uh, the Wesley Snipes one. We, yeah, Wesley Snipes and um, God damn, what's that other guy's name? Only time, only thing I know him as is uh, Eddie from um, the principal. Oh wait, wait, wait. Um, you gonna make me look it up? I no, hate I'm, that. I'm I know who you're talking I'm about here. too. I've I'm seen here. him in a few things too. God damn, Candy Alexander's in that movie. Yeah, those are some titties. Anyway. Uh, Still fine. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't, I don't give a ages. shit. I don't give a shit. What, 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 what was she can get it all day. Clarence Williams III. Is that him? No, that's somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a totally different guy. I, I know. You remember, I don't know if you ever saw, did you ever see a Tales from the Hood? Yes. He was in that. Michael Wright. Michael Wright. Yeah, Mike, I got to look that up. Michael, Michael Wright. Wright. That's exactly who it is. He was in The Principal. Uh, he was in The Five Heartbeats. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but he That's was in The Principal. The Principal was a movie I saw when I was really young, so I always kind of, uh, I can remember that movie very well. I mean, 1987 movie, I think I saw it when I was like 14 years old, but I don't know. It was a really good movie. That's an, uh, that's another movie we'll have to eventually do one night. But yeah, Michael Wright. That's who I was thinking of. That that's another good movie though. That one there. But yeah, that was uh, Kimberly Russell who played the uh, the girlfriend in this movie of uh, Tom, who's by Mario Joyner. But uh, yeah, basically, uh, you know, they, 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 they they're trying to go out on the town for a night. Yeah. That's it. And they need Tom because Tom is the only one that has a car. <laughs> yeah. So they kind of already, they, they kind of like, they kind of plant seeds that in the beginning that, okay, like Tom, like, he's like trying to do something. Like, even though he's kind of like doing it, like he's like, and people, they say like, if you want to be an actor, that's kind of like a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. You still have to have like real life, uh, real life goals and aspirations because it's a long shot if you're going to make it as an actor. Right. But they kind of establish him as like a semi-like hardworking guy that's trying to do the right thing. He has a steady girlfriend and originally he wasn't even supposed to be going out. Yeah. Exactly. Probably <laughs> that kind of leads to a funny bet. Probably wishes he never did. Uh- <laughs> no, but she gave him a bullshit excuse and like, look, we've all been there. They get you know you, you with these women these hoes not loyal they give you these bullshit 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 excuses he was ready to like babe you want me to stay with you I'm gonna take care of you I'll get you some suit what you need babe no no you go out mm-hmm. oh, I don't know he, I knew something was gonna go down with her I knew something was up <laughs> why that didn't seem too right with you <laughs> I watched too many cop shows for that to be right with me <laughs> give you the fake call. I'm like, nah, something ain't right there. 
Hair now, now, not to be not to be a sexist or anything, or to offend the uh, two women that may be listening to this right now. But uh, remember the little bet they had about uh, whether she's a ten, a four, a six, a two, or whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you give her if you were in that situation? Like, let's just say Boxman is the is the deciding vote. Oh, she's she's seven eight, definitely seven eight. She's pretty. Hot. She didn't look like a duck face to you. Nah, she's pretty hot. No, she could use the, those lips. Look like they they could do some work in the right areas. Uh, She's a good looking girl, man. I wonder what she looks like now. We should find that out, shouldn't we? Yes. Let's find that out. Kimberly Russell, two thousand and seven, motherfucking teen, year of the Donald. <laughs> <laughs> this is this this show here is gonna get some bad fucking ratings. <laughs> bad download. She's still a very good looking woman. Looks older, you know, but um, she's aging well. Look, I look at it like this. Even even if you even if a woman shows her age, as long as it's natural, I can st- I will still call a woman beautiful. Yeah. When, but when you get that Botox and shit when you're young. Trust me, it ain't gonna look right when you're old. Yeah, I mean, there's a it, couple. It's it, uh, it just not. It's just you know, it's gonna catch up with you. Yeah. So yeah. just age, age gracefully, as the uh, old timers like to say. There's a couple of non-flattering pictures, but there's also a picture of her standing with uh, George Clooney. So what does that tell you, people? Yeah, and George. <laughs> hmm. So George... since you brought up the Clooney, uh oh, the Clooney, George Clooney. Uh huh. I mean, would you call, like, uh, if we were to make a list. If you're going to ask me if he's a good-looking guy, I'm fucking hanging up on you. No, 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 no. Just bear with okay. me. <laughs> bear with me. You know, <laughs> I'm going to make a uh, Wedding Crashers reference. Okay. O- on a list of all-time great coxmen, would you say George Clooney is top five material, top ten? Probably, you know, him... Pit, uh, you know, and, and you know, I, I, I know they were talking a couple weeks ago about uh, Leonardo uh, DiCaprio on uh, the soup. Yeah, you, you, you can't argue with anything they said about that dude. That dude's probably sick. <laughs> I, I, I love how Joe just basically he just looks like he's tired of fucking he's sick like, of it. <laughs> yeah, and they mentioned Johnny Depp. There's another dude that's probably just tired of getting women. Yeah. You Hell, know. Denzel's in his fifties, but yeah, he ruled. He dominated the nineties when it came to women. Oh, I'll bet him. And I, 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 dude, I bet Snipes was beating him off with a fucking stick in the nineties or nineties <laughs> too, man. As a matter of fact, that was actually a joke. That was I, you used to watch that Comedy Jam, right? Yeah. I wish I could remember the comedian give him credit, but he had a joke on there that was hilarious. He basically said, "I'm gonna look it up too. Maybe we play it at the end of the show." Hmm? Uh, he basically had a joke. He basically said, Wesley Snipes must got fucking in his contract. Am I fucking in the motherfucker? All right, I'm in the motherfucker. Because <laughs> you look, if you look at any movie of Wesley Snipes from like the late 80s, early 90s, he has some kind of sex scene in every damn near everything he was in. He was fucking. I know it's scary. I remember that that joke, and I don't remember the comic either. I, I want to say it was Chris I, I, I Rock. I just remember it, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, was it it might have been Chris Rock. No, no, it was it was a guy that really didn't do much. Maybe. I only know honestly from Death Comedy Jam. So I'm gonna look it up. It is on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure I got that's a tape of it laying around, but that that I'm sorry. Every time, <laughs> every time I see Wesley Snipes, I just think of that joke. 
I'm sure that's definitely on there. Um, according to Weebs here, this movie was a bomb at the box office. Yeah. Uh, budget was 1.9, and the gross was only 532,933. Now, that's the only United States, and of course, that doesn't count what the video might have done on DVD and all that other shit so far. But this is what people would look at. This is 1991, so bomb in the movie theater. I mean, I got to be really honest with you. I had never heard of this movie until you mentioned it to me a few weeks ago. I look at it like this. I mean, look, I look at it like this. I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I love Jane Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. I personally like Mallrats, which was a bomb in the theaters. But it went on to cult-like status. Like, I think Kevin Smith said once they went to VHS and later DVD and what was it, uh, what was that, Laserdisc and all that way back, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's where it found its following. It's one of those movies that you appreciate in time. Yeah, you know, uh, look, tons of movies bombed at the box office that we've talked about that were really, really, really good movies. We've also gone there, gone and looked and been like, well, look what the fuck they were up against. And it's like, you know, like Terminator and shit like that. And you're like, well, no fucking wonder they're up against fucking legendary fucking movies that came out the same week. But, uh, and you know, 1991, this movie definitely could have come out at that time because 1991 was a damn good year for movies. Oh, to backtrack for a minute, yes, B Max, you're right. Prince do, does need to be on that Coxman list. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he's an, you know, R.I.P. to Prince. That man should be an inspiration to everybody. This man was what five foot nothing and was knocking out chick after. He is an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, five foot nothing, the most feminine guy in the world, and is dicking women that you, you you couldn't even touch with fucking selfie sticks. How's that for a fucking updated reference? You couldn't even touch her with your selfie stick. How's that? Yeah. Prince was another one. Prince was another one. He probably got so much pussy at the wall. He just, like, got tired. Just like, look, bitch, look. Take my pants. Do what you gotta do. I got shit to do. <laughs> Dude, there was probably... Dude, you gotta remember. I mean, you go back. Those... Uh, Axel Rose was probably sick of fucking. Mick Jagger still isn't sick of fucking. He's still trying to have kids at fucking seventy, oh, seventy thousand years old. Not to gross anybody out, but didn't Rod Stewart have to get his stomach pumped because he had so much cum in it? I think that was a rumor. I mean, that's like you know, people always have the rumor that you know uh, Richard Gere got caught with a gerbil in his ass and had to go to the hospital. I think that's all urban legend. Rod Stewart has a hot wife. He's married. He's, he's. I think he's still married. I think he's got a kid. I know he has a kid. He did a song about him. That song Forever Young is about his son. And I'm not talking about Rod Stewart present day. I'm just talking about when he was, you know, in his prime years. Oh, who fucking knows? They didn't have the internet to, give, to put rumors out. All they had was the fucking National Enquirer back then. So, I don't know. Dude, there's, there's, think of, like I said, Axl Rose, Mick Jagger, probably, think, Gene Simmons, any, dude, Gene Simmons, any musician from the 70s or 80s should probably be on the list. I don't care how, the the bigger your hair, the, the more pussy you got. 
the more makeup you wore as a dude, the more chicks wanted to suck your balls. So let me ask you something. I was and, too, and this I was, is old. This is right up your alley. Okay, this is gonna be a real old school reference. Mm-hmm. How well do you think Mr. Presley was doing with the ladies? Think he think, think he was beating them all? Elvis Presley definitely was, dude. If you watch his concert, there are women wanting to just touch him, just touch, get that scarf. That Elvis, Elvis used to tell his guys to go out and get him. Elvis had a thing about virgins. He would send his boys out to go get him virgins that wanted to be de-virginitized by Elvis Presley. How many of those do you think he got in each city? <laughs> man, they <laughs> man, look, they had probably had open auditions before the show started. Yeah, trust me. To to take it from Jim Cornette, if Elvis walked through the fucking crowd, he would have had sex a hundred times on his way to the fucking stage. Trust me, more sex than you could have than you could have in a lifetime. <laughs> more in a lifetime. That man right there has got probably got more pussy than any of us could imagine. Any of it, and he was just, and he was a shy country boy, you know. But he he made that work for him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he was a woman, dude. All a lot of those country singers back then were all like that. Listen to their songs about the fucking old country singers. They're all yeah. lost yeah. my wife because I was womanizing some fat broad with my dog in the back yeah. seat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like country and all, but not that. I don't like the sad, depressing country. Yeah, I like I said, I like generally. There's not a genre of music that I can get into, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure if I actually, you know, did the research and tried to find something, I will find some country songs that I would like. But generally, they all seem to follow the same fucking pattern of my dog died, my girl, my woman left me. They oh, made me all from the plant. Oh, what I'm going to do? <laughs> I could find, like, like uh, Charlie Daniels' band. I mean, you've heard Devil Went Down to Georgia. Right? <laughs> Haven't you? Uh, I can't say that I have. Wow. If I, if I hear, like, a string of it, I'd probably like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But off the top of my head, no, I haven't. I could pro- I, I know I could find you country that you would enjoy. I, 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 we'll do that later, maybe. Oh, B Man, you, you bring up another one. Will the Stilt, Will Chamberlain. Oh, Will Chamberlain has a book of it's called, you know, basically chicks I fucked. He's hit <laughs> more. Than I, shoot. Jesus, I, if they could confirm that, I'll bet he would be in Guinness. I'll bet. I'll bet he would be, man. But um. Trust me, there's there the all chicks want is a famous dick. Yeah, just to say I fucked them. That's it. That's it. Yep. But uh where were we in the movie? Give any clue. Uh we were at the part where uh, I guess they had made the bet about the girl. Oh my god. You know, like you know, like I think it was like uh Johnny had to decide and vote, and this kind of establishes why uh Vinny, Fernando, whatever you want to call him, didn't want him around. Because he kind of gave Dougie Doug that look like, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he was a shy Puerto Rican kid. 
that's basically the part he was playing, was a very shy, very timid, uh, obviously not good with girls. Yeah. Little... He's the nice, yeah. He, he was uh, the nice guy. He was like a... He wanted more than to just get laid. Like I said, he's kind of the hopeless romantic of the bunch, you know. Uh, obviously, yeah. we're talking about Johnny, John Leguizamo in this movie. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, he just the hopeless romantic of the bunch. All the other guys just, you know, w- w- wanted to, well, whatever they wanted. I'm not sure what Dougie Doug wanted. It looks like he just wanted to uh, complain the whole movie. And, you know, but really, the the... The more the beginning of the movie is more to show you that each of them have a reason for hanging out with each other, and it kind of shows you that they're friends for reasons, not not real friends. You know? Yeah, basically they're they're friends for they're friends for convenience. Like Dougie Doug is friends with I mean, because out of all of them, and I like Dougie Doug, but in the, I'm talking about Dougie Doug in the film. Mm-hmm. He's friends with every. I think. The, I think him and Johnny are kind of like legitimate friends. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like he's friends because these are the guys that are the only guys that kind of put up with his shit for the most part. Yeah, and it you know, it it's kind of like kind of like that uh you know, you you you're just trying to find your way, you know, it it's it's an after teen movie, after probably, you know, after call yeah, it is, an after teens, after college. Not midlife, but uh, early, early to mid twenties. Early to mid twenties, like twenty five. That's when you kind of start. You know, you you got to get settled into your career, what you want to yeah. do with your life. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it's it's, it's kind of like a pre midlife crisis. It's it, not even that. It, it to me, it's more like just you know early early to mid twenties, growing up, and realizing some of your friends are not gonna grow up yeah and then certain shit just gets old in your life like you know yeah when you when you're in your teens early 20s drinking hanging out staying it's fun for a while but after a while certain things just start to get old yeah yeah i mean they're they're really you know stuck in their ways and no offense um, boxes you put that beer now (laughs) do what i said no offense as you put that beer now (laughs) actually i gotta get another one right now Now that you mentioned it, let me get another one out of the old Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola refrigerator back there. Ladies and gentlemen, shoot interview time with Box. Oh. Takes another sh- <laughs> as I take, as I grab another brewski, I have six more. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> shit, you could ask me anything. I don't give a shit. I'll answer. Trust. Have you not heard some of the stuff I've answered on the Wednesday show? Yep. <laughs> Even Shaheen looks at me like you didn't have to answer that. Sometimes, <laughs> you why did you you didn't have to answer? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but this definitely is that kind of uh, you know mid twenties realizing some of your friends are going to be where they're at. Some of your friends are assholes, and you've realized that no one else has, and um. That's kind of what this movie brings out. It, it's, you know, it, it's more than a coming-of-age movie. It's a uh, dealing-with-life movie. Yeah, and you got and you got the sense that, okay, uh, let's just say, okay, before this movie, before we... Pre- I'm talking about before the movie actually starts. 
let's just say like on and off, they knew each other for about maybe two, three years. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that when they go out and hang out for the night, this that was probably the first time they spent any kind of extended amount of time with people, each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you really kind of hang out with somebody and really spend a day or a night with them, that's when the truth comes out. You got the sense that before they went out on this particular night, they never really took the time to really get to know each other. Or they were just kind of... But when they, they were in close quarters for the whole night and they got to like, nigga, you always begging? You always bitching? You always doing... It's like they really kind of got to see each other's quirks and they're like, ah, that's not for me. There's always one night where you go out and like I said, this is one of those nights these guys go out and shit's happening to each of them and you... Look, I've had plenty of nights out with my friends where I'm like, well, that motherfucker ain't my friend no more. You know, I, I didn't I didn't realize he was that much of a douche. You know, it, 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 it happens. No matter how much you hang out with somebody, there's always nights where shit happens and you do find out who your real friends are. Shit, you know, especially when shit happens. That's when you really find out who people, who 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 everybody is. When shit goes down. Yeah, and 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 that, honestly, that's why I really wanted you to watch the movie mm-hmm. because I honestly feel like anybody that sees this movie, like I said, it's not the best movie of all time. I won't I won't give it that much praise, but it's one of those movies that I feel like anybody can relate to. Yeah, everybody has had one night like this. Man, woman, black, white, whatever. Everybody has had a night like this where they just was like, oh, I can't hang out with this person no more. Yeah, absolutely. I got or I got to cut. You, you kind of learn about the people that you need to cut out of your life or, you know, where you're going to go from there with that person. Like, all right, this guy's only going to get called when, you know, this needs to be done or, you know, I have to see them. But you you, you start putting. You start putting I, I I hate to say this, but you start putting people in a in an order, if you will. Yeah, friends, associates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I trust me. I know that's a horrible thing to say, but it's kind of what you end up doing in your life. You do have, you know, you got one person you call your best friend, and then you kind of make a line from there. We don't want to admit we do that, but yeah. there's. There's one person in your life you'll do anything for, and there's one person in your life that if they call you, you're going to say, I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. Yeah. So. yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing to say at all. That's that's reality. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it doesn't make... I look at it like this. And I just want to say, it, it doesn't make necessarily make you a bad person if you don't click with somebody. It just means that you, for whatever reason, you just don't have that chemistry. You have people that you'll meet in life that you have chemistry with, you like to hang out with, you like to bond with, whatever. And there's some people that you just don't mix. Mm-hmm. Don't make you bad people. It's just like you just don't mix. Yeah. Some personalities clash. Look, I know some personalities clash because people are too much alike. And their personalities are too, too, too. Yeah, they literally, like I said before, they clash because they're too much alike. Yeah. You know, that's why and, I like when you like when you're like relationships getting married or whatever the case may be you want to you want to ideally get with somebody that's the opposite of you <laughs> the opposite but still with like like, like within reason but it's like if it's too much like you it's going to be like going to be too much of a clash i think my yeah opinion. yeah i mean my my fiance can't stand wrestling she thinks it's weird what you mean the whole guys you know 
rubbing up against you the other night. Man, yeah, it's nothing weird about that. Yeah, no, she just thinks it's weird. She just thinks. Uh, I mean, although she, <laughs> you know what's weird? Here's what's weird to me: her brother is like a diehard football fan. Like he'll take off work and shit like that. A diehard foot, and so is her mother. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird to me. Diehard football fans scare me a little bit. I know I might get shit for saying that. Y'all are fucked up. Yeah. You think wrestling fans are fucked up? I don't think so. Yeah, I put it to you like this. If you're going to games and it's like 20 below, and you're out there with no shirt on just so you can show off a a big-ass R or whatever on your chest, or a group of (laughs) y'all. Oh, he paints his face for games, and I'm like, no, I will not go to it. No. No, no, I, I, I won't. Go. <laughs> Does he pull like a Patrick Warburton from a Seinfeld? No, he don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think he's hilarious. No, he's just he's a diehard fan, and she completely gets it. And she sees me watching Ratchet. I don't understand how you can watch this. And I'm like, no, but you you understand when your brother takes off a fucking a day of work to watch a football game. Yeah. That he that he just can't fucking DVR. Shut up. But anyway, that's you no know, differences, little fucking differences. But uh, you know, and you know, B Meg says basically, you know, I did just describe best friends as you know a girlfriend or spouse, and uh, yeah, that that that's who you're really searching for in life. Most people, I'm not gonna, not everybody, not everybody wants that, but. Most people in life, you your friends do sort of judge who you end up with in a way. Yeah, you I, know? Mean, I mean, that, that, I mean, ultimately, it, it's all about how you feel about the person, so it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. But yeah. I, I guess, it, I guess, it kind of depends because sometimes if you've been friends, I put it to you like if you if you've been friends with somebody for like twenty years, you've known somebody like their whole. Life, sometimes they can get like a vibe out of out of a person mm-hmm. before you can, because like so when you, if you're with the person, if you're in like the mix, so to speak, you can sometimes your nose is wide open, so you can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, sometimes it takes that outside perspective to go. I don't know, homie. I don't think she's right for you. Yeah, which. Let's face it, we've been talking here, you know, these, uh, your good friends will fucking sit you down and go, dude, listen, I had to sit one of my really good friends down and tell him that I saw his, his, the girl he was ready to ask marry him. I saw her in a restaurant with another dude, and it was not just a friend. She was holding his hand. She was sitting beside him, kissing uh, him. I oh, had to, I had to she walk. She couldn't even to, say, oh, this is my brother. No, <laughs> she couldn't. And, 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 I, and she didn't see me for like, I, I, I stayed hidden for a good 20, 30, 45 minutes just to kind of keep an eye and look what she was doing. Finally, I, I, I decided to make myself noticed. So I walked up and I'm like, oh, hey, Julie, what's going on? She's like, oh, how long have you been here? I'm like, oh, I just got here. (laughs) I just got here. Just saw you. Wanted to say hi. Who's this? She tried to play. Oh, this is just a 
a guy from work, I'm having dinner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right, bitch. Anyway. I've had situations like that, and it's, it, it's like dicey for me because it's almost like the minute you open your mouth, even if, obviously it's coming from a place you're trying to look out for your buddy, mm-hmm. but you automatically become the problem. <laughs> yeah, and luckily he he had a feeling. So I confirmed his suspicions is all I did. But, uh, you know, he he never took it wrong. He actually appreciated that I actually fucking told him. How, you know, because a lot of my friends were like, I wouldn't have said a fucking word. I mean, you guys are dicks. You would have let him propose to this fucking bitch who's going to ruin his fucking life. You really would have let him just propose to her? Yeah, I, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't let it go that far. So I, I would have did what you did too, but it's just one of those things, man, where it's just like it's, it's just dicey. Yeah, it's that look, r- proverbial razor's edge. Listen, I'm still friends with the, with with the guy to this day. I still every fucking holiday he texts me or I text him. You know, he's in Florida. Trust me, if I went back, every time I go back, he picks me up from the airport, and I'm I'm still friends with with, with a lot of my friends in Florida because of the way I handled myself, but. Yeah, trust me, dude, that sucked to do. And I did go through the, should I just not even fucking tell him? And then I'm like, nah, man, I'd want to know. I'd want to know. Yeah. I know I'd want to know. That's, that's, I'm like, fuck that, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I look at it like this. You, you pass on the information, what he does with it at that point is up to him, but at least you can live, at least you can live with a clear conscience. And like, oh, 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 he dumped her. Right that fucking day. I mean, I'll admit I hated the fucking little cunt anyway, but, you know. <laughs> so you... <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not... Look, it, 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 even though I hated her, it was still tough to break the dude's heart, but, you know. Yeah. Popping fireworks. Who? Our neighbors. You don't hear them? As long as it's not gunshots. <laughs> We're still here, folks. A, 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 Donald Trump inauguration fireworks. Only in Texas, baby. <laughs> oh, everywhere else they're protesting. Here, there's a fireworks. <laughs> no, you, you, you can feed the turtles. That's fine. The turtles can be fed. It's okay. Yeah, just... All right. What? That's it? <laughs> look how big those turtles are. Give him some food. I'll feed him again. Don't worry. I know. I will tomorrow. All right. Hey, hey Bob. Yeah. I want to read you something real quick. It's like a quick little paragraph that basically summarizes the whole film. Okay. Okay. The film revolves around four friends, all young men going nowhere with their lives. Tom and Johnny have dead-end jobs. One works as a telemarketer, that's Tom, and aspires to be an actor. The other is a supermarket clerk. While Willie and Fernando, who prefers the name Vinny, are unemployed <laughs> and use people to get what they want. They go out for a, quote, guy's night out on the town from the Bronx to Manhattan and fall victim to various disasters. Tom wrecks his car. Willie gets the guys thrown out of a party, etc. Most of which they bring on themselves. During their night out, their relationships with one another become strained and the various situations lead to conflict between them. And by the end of the movie, they have all separated. <laughs> Pretty much. That pretty much. So we're going to like dip in and out of the movie because it's really, like I said, it's really not a deep movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
teaches you a lot about honestly teaches you a lot about the human experience when it comes to people yeah it really does it's like yeah like i said this honestly is a, this movie would be a good movie for uh for sociology classes Wow, maybe I guess it could. I mean, like, yeah, if, if, if you, you really, if you it. really kind of think about it, like you know, just how the natural progression. And I'm actually being serious when I say it, the natural progression of how they go from, like that opening scene, right when they are on the subway. Mm-hmm. You would think they were like the best of friends, but by like forty five, thirty to forty five minutes into the movie, they're at each other's throats. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a progressional thing. It's a progression thing, but you really start to see, like, wow. They really weren't as close as I assumed they were at the beginning. Right, right, right. So that's what I mean, you know, in terms of, you know, if you want to look at it like that aspect. No, yeah, I, I, I understand that. Um, oh, we are, we're, um, I'm, I'm at the part where they're at the peep show. Uh, speaking of hopeless romantics. <laughs> yeah. Um. So why don't we just jump to there? I mean, we're like you know, we've pretty much already explained the movie. We can jump around, talk, talk some funny scenes in the movie. This is definitely one of them. Uh, they talk to one of their buddies, their drug dealer friends, tells them there's nothing going on in Brooklyn, so they decide to head out to Manhattan. Manny Hanny. Manny Hanny. <laughs> and uh, they end up at a peep show, twenty five cent peep show. Don't well, forget. Remember how archaic are those? I, I, I've never been to one. I had one right across the street from my work in Florida, and never went to one. Wow, I thought you. Had, I never actually been to one myself, so I can't even talk about them. But mm. I figured you might have went to one of those in the nineties. No, I preferred um, strip clubs. Strip clubs I, are the real I, thing. Yeah, I'd prefer them. I'd I'd prefer the the veg right about this far from my face. Yes, the, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm a little bit selective. It depends on cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Does them strippers obviously get around? Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Hey. <laughs> But it also depends on what strip club you're at. Remember, remember the one I hung out at? I spent two years going to every weekend. I knew the ones to pick, my friend. <laughs> there was a girl there. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this one. Her name was Pamela. She was literally probably four foot nine. So about Alexa Bliss height. She, yeah. She looked, and I will not like a mini Pamela Anderson, which is why she was named Pamela. Oh, oh, oh that was a stripper name, huh? Oh, what? yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give any of their fucking real names. Um, yeah, I understood. Oh, dude, she was, she, she was, she was at a couple of my parties too. But um, nah, dude, I, they, they, but they were so I knew which girls to go for, but she was one of them that. She was so hot and so tiny. I don't know, man. Petite girls always... I've always dated girls that were shorter than me and just and younger. So, I don't know. But yeah, she was just gorgeous. Then there was a tall blonde there named her Cynthia who looked like... Uh, she, it's funny. She looks... She looked then like What's her name? The Sweeten, uh, the girl on um, Stacy Sweeten. That's her name. What's her name? What on uh, 
Jody, what on a full Jody, Jody Sweeten, yeah, she looks like she does now. She looked like that back then. Oh wow! Tall, blonde, thick legs, big tits. Oh, I used to love the fucking strip bar. God damn it! See, now I understand. I I, I understand your affinity for Florida more and more each week, Box. Hey. <laughs> I understand. I love Florida. Trust me, man. I think about going back every day. My my kids and my fiance would go back with me in a second, dude, if I had a chance. And don't worry, you're still a young guy. You can make it happen one day. Cause I, I know you gonna have a time in your life once you get down there. We may never, we may never hear from you again because you'll be uh, out and about having too much fun. Nah, it's just, I mean at least I'll have something to fucking. Dude, I literally, I have like no friends here, bro. It's so hard to move somewhere at thirty-two years old and make friends. Oh God! Oh, B Max has a question for you, uh, Box. Is um, this called the patron's marks, or is that a specific wrestling term? No, it is not a specific wrestling term. They did. I thought they called them John. No, I'm sorry. That's for uh, that's uh, the, the, those for, are uh, uh, prostitutes. Some uh, of the girls definitely called them Johns then. Um, but yeah, most of them. Yeah, they would do. They would in the uh, in in their little circle. They would always say a mark. Yes, they would. I, I <laughs> Isn't it funny the similarities that you can really put between wrestlers and strippers? They both that the, the whole goal is to work you out your money. It is, it is. Their whole goal is to and to you know get you in the club, get you in the fucking arena. It's it's the same shit. It really is. But yeah, they do. They 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 did. They would always they 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 did. I always thought it was a little funny that way. But uh, yeah, yeah, you would hear them all getting together and in the back on those lovely nights where I would stay till after 2 o'clock and be able to go in the back. Oh, the champagne room? No, 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 no. I, dude, I, I, I've been in the locker room. Ah. Because according I, to Chris Rocca, there's no sex in the champagne room. Not unless you got the money. Uh, Trust me. That's all I'll say. Is trust me. Oh, I can believe it. I mean, it's, uh, it's it's pretty much obvious when you go to those places. The things I have seen, I probably shouldn't even say. I have seen many of things. Many I can and many only of things. Imagine. Huh? I said I can only imagine. Yeah, like like I said, one night maybe I'll get a couple guys from Florida on a uh, off night, and. uh We'll do a a reminiscing show. You will not believe some of the stories we can tell. And if I get Joe, who hung out with me mostly at this strip bar, Joe's seen a lot of things go down there, too. <laughs> a lot of things go down there. Uh, but anyway, back to this little uh, peep show. They, they're so cheap and broke that all four of them use one quarter to go in the peep show. Now, John Leguizamo, being the hopeless romantic he is, they're watching... It's not even a live peep show. You go in and you watch a porn movie. Yeah. Well, in the porn movie, he sees the girl that he has been obsessing over getting dirty nailed. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> he goes ape shit. Yeah, yeah. Basically, not a happy guy. This, ru- I mean, talk about ruining his night. Everyone else is talking about how they, they, you know, he ruined their night when really his night is the one ruined. Um, and you know, Vinny or what's his name, Fernando, um, starts giving him shit when they finally get in the car, and. Uh, which way a pussy go? Like this or like this? I'm yeah. sorry. That was funny. Yeah, he starts giving them shit like he's some sort of virgin. And, um, you know, they're laughing so hard that they crash the car into a dead end. And and I'll say this, you know, you know, we kind of been making light of uh, Dougie Doug's character, but he did have one. I'll give him two. We'll get to that scene later. But this scene right here, like he has like a heart to heart with Johnny over the situation. Mm-hmm. And he basically, because he, I guess, like, because he had a let's just stay. We we've already we established a little bit earlier that he had a crush on this girl, like, and it wasn't like he wanted to. I want to fuck her brains out type of crush. He genuinely liked this girl, like he wanted to marry her, be in a relationship. I love you, baby. Here's some flowers. He would have been that type of boyfriend, all right. And, and and uh, he basically painted this picture of this woman in his head that oh, she's the you know she's an angel. She's the, he put her on a pedestal. A lot of guys have made this mistake. And Willie basically broke it down to him like this. You can't be mad at her because she isn't the vision that you had that you created of her. She's just out having having her fun, living her life, and you had you wasn't on that. You know, you you kind you kinda, you kinda you're, you're getting mad at her for not being how you expected her to be. It's, it, it don't work like that. And I thought that he actually made some sense on that. Yeah, yeah. He 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 definitely uh had some message moments in this movie to uh and you know def- definitely some heart to heart moments with uh John Leguizamo and he tried to have that with everybody but not everybody was so accepting to it I'm looking at you Vinny you piece of shit <laughs> come on but uh, look, look we all we all got that one buddy that, that that's a, like a social pariah when it comes to women <laughs> which he does explain at the end of the movie. We'll get to that too. Yeah, I mean it's not a long movie, folks. But it, it, it honestly, once you start watching, it really does fly by. It it does. It does. Um, like I said, I, I I you know being the you know action cop movie, I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm like, oh shit. Nope, that didn't happen. Oh shit, you're gonna get shot. Nope, that didn't happen oh. either. <laughs> They oh, could have got shot when they was a uh, when they pissed off those uh, Puerto Ricans at the party. <laughs> Should we go to that? Yeah, get to that I scene? I thought they were gonna get shot. I'm like, oh, they're gonna get their ass kicked. No, <coughs> no, oh, God. they just get kicked out. Um, you know, they blame Dougie Doug for that, but that wasn't really his fault. They just, I mean, he was over there making a giant sandwich, but they sneak into a party. Um, uh, they're talking to, uh, trying to yell at these girls. Uh, out of the car window, they see them go up to an apartment building. They're in New York. They jump out of the car. They go up, and the guy goes, "Yeah, I'll just say Jose sent me." And like, <laughs> come on, and like, then, I'm sorry. Like thirty just guys. Turn around. So racist, racist. He's at a Puerto Rican party. It got to be at least one Jose in there. Oh, wait, a minute. I, wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. This is the part I want to hear. Where they ask him which Jose? Hold on. Let me see. Here. Let me see here. Yeah. Oh, no. 
probably should have said that either but anyway you know he went through a bunch of different jose names he said every name that ended in a z except for rodriguez he missed rodriguez that might have been a good one but uh yeah and they get thrown out and you know i'm they blame him but i'm not i don't know he didn't get him kicked out really but i know in the movie they got to blame somebody so they did yeah and and another funny scene in this movie was um i guess uh Tom was uh, basically chilling in the cut because it was a Puerto Rican party. He said he's really not, he couldn't get into the music and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny teaches him how to dance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and John Leguizamo just sitting there dancing. And they were doing good, too. They were doing good. You want to play the, uh, hold on here. Let's see. Here, 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 here. Here's part. It's a nickname, that song. Picture about it. But it says Fernando Cuevas. Okay. They, after the party and after the wreck, they decide to take the subway. They yes. jump the turnstile. Yes. Old school, you know. <laughs> Old school. I don't think you can even do that anymore. No. Uh, no, no. I think you'll probably get your fucking head chopped off or something in New York for something like that now. But, um, yeah, so they, they jump the turnstile. Right when they do it, they think they got away to, uh, I believe they're called transit cops in New York, yeah. correct? Right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. yeah. Yeah. Transit cops run into them, and um, they, <laughs> they get taken into a transit prison, I guess you could call that. And, uh, and we got to, I don't know if you had a, I don't know if you can find that scene quick. But uh, when they when the cops get him, mm-hmm. when they're dragging away Dougie Doug, it's hilarious. <laughs> he lets out the girliest screams I've ever heard. Yeah, I can probably captured on film. Let's see if I can go back here. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure I can. Oh, yep. Damn it. I just had it. It's hilarious. There you go. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't funny. <laughs> that was a trip. All right, let me find where I was now. I got to get back to that part where uh, the guy thought he would. Uh, now, a- after all that, um, they call him Vinny. Well, the yeah, well, yeah, we should play the scene just to kind of set up why the cops are giving him shit. I will. And the uh, and the cop has his license, and they're looking at it, and they're like, "says Fernando here." But he just called you Vinny. He just called you Vinny. So I'll, I'll play the scene. I haven't really played many scenes. Might as well play a few. Let's see where I'm. I might need to move this. So give me a second here. Furball or something. <laughs> oh, I'm a little past it. Hold on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and Mario Joyner is so scared. Tom in this movie is so scared. His voice is high pitched the whole time. Yeah. And every time they ask him a question, he's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, ah. okay. I'm actually surprised because the cops, normally in a situation like this, because, you know, we reviewed Juice a couple months back. Mm. Whenever the cops arrest a group, 
they always separate them <laughs> to give well, them like you know to, you know that's that's how they get the stories out of you. Yeah, but these are transit cops. They saw what they did. It's not, not worth it. But anyway, let's see. I might need to move up a little here. What a night. <laughs> Ah, we're a few seconds behind. Hold on. Is this something funny? Hey, you guys cut it out, man! <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously Mario Joyner being scared in the high voice. <laughs> you find us some music? I, I was almost waiting for a Goodfellas there. You find this amusing? This funny? By a clown? Eh? And honestly, uh, before you play that again, you know who that cop reminded me of facially a little bit who? with the with the lighting. Who? You know, I acted called. You know what's that actor's name? Um, he's a New York guy too. Damn it, Michael Rappaport. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Let's see, who was that? There were two of them. Let me see if I got the right one here. The the the, the big goofy funny one who was named Gene Canfield. Oh shit, he's been in a bunch of. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he was the, pri the prison guard in Goodfellas. <laughs> you, whoa, whoa, are you serious? I'm dead serious. He's been in Meet Joe Black, Scent of a Woman, Sea of Love. Dude, this guy has been in... He's been in multiple episodes of Law & Order, Law & Order Special Victims, Law & Order Tribal Jury, Law & Order uh, Regular Law & Order, Law & Law, Law Order Criminal Intent... This guy's been in a shitload of fucking stuff, man. Big, big movies. Some big movies. Bullet, 1996. Goodfellas, Sea of Love, like I said. This guy's done some good fucking Carlito's Way. He was the train conductor. Jesus Christ, is he connected to this movie? He's all over the place. He was a police officer in The Sopranos. Wow. He's got a lot of, uh, yeah, and he's done multiple episodes of Law and & Order and uh, Criminal Intent, SVU, the regular one. So, this guy's been around, man. Definitely been around. But, uh, yeah, so he was in Goodfellas. Isn't that funny? Yes. I might, I might just start doing some research, see if I can do some Goodfellas-related references. There you go. Oh, I mean, it's a difference between a movie and a show that was on for 12 years. Yeah, yeah, it could be a little different. Might want to find a, you know, different one. But let's see here. Let's go back to this. Thomas McNeil. Yeah. <laughs> What's your profession? I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, can't you tell? He's acting like he's terrified. <laughs> Yo, Vinny, messed up this shit there, Vinny. All right, here we go. Have <laughs> <laughs> my hand an ID card with your picture. Picture, but it says Fernando Cuevas. Yeah, so. So your friend over here just called you Vinny. Yeah, so that's a nickname. That's all. What's your nationality? <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, man. Oh my God! I can't believe it, man. I never thought I'd live to hear you say that. <laughs> Why do your friends uh, call you Vinny? It's a nickname, that's all. From Fernando to Vinny? I mean, I, why is it something like Furman or Furball? Furball. <laughs> it's Vinny, that's all. 
she telling the truth? Well, I ain't say nothing. I don't know nothing. I, I asked you a question. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Mario Joner is so funny in this party. <laughs> I, I, I don't see nothing. I didn't do nothing. He's, he's, oh, okay. Why do you call him Vinny if his name is Fernando? He thinks he's Italian. He's Italian? <laughs> so you think you're Italian, huh? Let me tell you something. I'm Italian, okay? You see that name? Saninelli? I'm Italian. And I'm gonna tell you something. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, you will never be Italian. Scum like you could never be in the same company as me. And I'm gonna write you a summons. Alright. That was that. So, that pretty much explains the Vinny slash Fernando thing. Because we hadn't really explained it very well, but that's uh, that's basically what that what, what the, why he thought he wanted him to call him Vinny. Plus, he was Vinny with all the girls yes, that he and, had uh, met. Shout out to Weebs, who, uh, as usual, dropped some knowledge on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph Vesquez, the director of the film, based the uh, Fernando, aka Vinny, character on himself. According to Vasquez, he went through a phase of wearing his hair slicked back. His friends accused him of trying to look Italian and nicknamed him Vinny. <laughs> he also said that Vinny's womanizing was based on himself. Vinny originally had many more lines of the film, but Vasquez originally, because Vasquez originally wrote the part for himself, but he trimmed the part in editing so the character would not overshadow the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. A sequel title, Hanging with the Homegirls, was planned, but never came to fruition. Ooh, thank God. Um, <laughs> now, on that note, Weebs, of course, also spit out that, uh, you know, in, in the facts, that John Leguizamo really wanted that part to be street smart, wearing latest latest urban fashion, but Vasquez insisted Johnny be an innocent character. Le- oh, excuse me. Leguizamo originally could not believe that a young man from the ghetto could be so innocent, until Vasquez did tell him that the part was based on himself. Yes. Yep. So, you know, I, I guess he based a little bit of each of these parts on himself. Yes. You know, which, if you watch this movie, one person could 100% go through all of these phases and emotions very quickly in their life uh, through, you know, what, f- four or five years. This could be someone's 20s right here. Yeah. You know, and I think, that, I think that's the one thing everybody has in common. Mm-hmm. Human experience. Everybody's been young. Absolutely. Everybody's been through shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we move on, move on a little bit. This is where the movie takes a bit of a turn. Uh, Vinny we'll call him because they kept calling him Vinny throughout the movie. Yes, his name, yeah, Vinny. Yeah, we'll call him Vinny. Uh after the transit cops bust them, they go into a restaurant, a diner, go get something to eat. 
and Vinny tries hitting on these two girls that walk in. One of them is short-haired, looks like a pretty tough girl, and the other is a uh, beautiful black girl. She really is, actually. (laughs) And they give him no play whatsoever. None. None at all. The girl even tells him he has herpes, and uh, he... He breaks out a condom like it's no big deal. <laughs> Upper, up, <laughs> what do you call the knock so nine? Say it with me. The knock so nine. Yep. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, they get up, walk away from him, and the short-haired, tough-looking one goes and sits beside Johnny. That's an easy one to say, John Leguizamo. Kind of starts talking to him and immediately starts disting Vinny, which John Leguizamo has no problem doing the same thing because they actually just got into an argument where he told him he was an asshole, too. Now, we should kind of backtrack because we, we, uh, they end up in this bar because along the way, uh, Tom finds out that his girl was two-timing him. Well, we're not there yet. Well, No. Oh, because when you brought up the... Yeah, I'm, They're I just about to go to the bar. Oh, yes, yes. Yep, you. yep. I'm ahead of myself. Yep, the girl tells... The girls at this point tell them they're going to play pool at another bar, and they go there. Yeah, and, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yep, and John Leguizamo actually makes a little bit of a headway with the the tough chick. Um, she actually ends up really liking him. And Vinny's very confused at what's going on. He said, "He said it's, it's only two decent-looking women in this place. One of them's talking to Willie, the other's talking to Johnny." <laughs> now, I'm sorry, that was yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that was like one of the funniest lines of the whole movie. It was. Now, Dougie Doug wasn't making much much headway with this girl. He he sits there and you know calls her this and calls her that, and she starts going at him about you know have you done anything have you joined any protests have you signed a petition have you done this have you done that basically she called him out for being a lazy piece of shit that he is yeah you know but uh john leguizamo makes makes some good headway with this girl and i'll tell you what man i like that short-haired chick she's hot as hell and i, I look at it like this he made headway because she she knew that he he had no kind of expectations or anything. He was just talk. He she could tell like he was just like a he was naive, mm-hmm. and like he was he didn't have any kind of like expectations. Like a guy like Vinny, she she could pick him out of you know she could you know pick those kind of guys out like that, right? Like kind of like play you know pushed them to the side. But she felt you know she kind of felt like yeah, I, I could trust this one. Yeah, she hasn't done much, that girl. Um, actually, after hanging with the homeboys, it's Law and Order, and oh, she was in Homicide Life on the Street. One, two, wow, she was in more than one episode. I'm surprised I don't remember her. I will next time I watch the show. <laughs> I like that show. Chicago Hope. She was on the Blacklist. So she's she's done a little bit of a new stuff but yeah she's pretty hot pretty fucking hot a lot of these uh what is that she was in 
CSI Miami. Hold on here. I don't know what the fuck that is. Anyway, yeah, Mary B. Ward. That's her name. Mary B. Ward. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he actually ends up getting the girl's number. Her name is Luna. Not Bashan. <laughs> nope. And uh, she does not live on the second floor, for any of you 80 Musics fanned out there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm looking at her now, and it's like, yeah, she, I don't know, she kind of, like, she has, a, I don't know what she is exactly, but she has, like, a very exotic look. Yes, very. And those eyes, man, whew. Yeah. Those eyes, and... that's what's doing it for me, honestly. Only certain women can pull off short hair, very short hair, and to me, when a woman really pulls it off, it is really sexy. Are you trying to tell us you're an Ellen fan box? No. <laughs> I can't. St I did you hear me say certain women can pull off short hair? She is not a woman to me. <laughs> Ellen is a dude without a dick. That's what I consider Ellen, in my opinion. I know that's going to get me a lot of shit, but like I could never look at Ellen and be like, "Yeah, I'd fuck that on a drunk night." Oh, oh! Another random factoid I forgot to uh, mention earlier. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Remember that caseworker that you had brought up from uh, NYPD Blue? Mm -hmm. You know who she's married to? Mm -mm. Samuel L. Jackson. No shit. That's his wife. Well, motherfucker. Latanya Richardson Jackson. Yep, that's her name. Mo that's what motherfucker. Yeah. Samuel motherfucking Jackson's married to that, that, and that's why her name is Richardson Jackson. Yes. Well, m motherfucker. I don't know, every time I, say, I hear Samuel Jackson, I just want to say motherfucker a lot. Yeah. And they've been together a long, by the time this movie came out, they had been together for 11 years. Wow. But they been married, they've been married since 1980. Wow. Well, shit. Good for Sam motherfucking Jackson. Hell yeah. That's good. Well, this is a little random fact to it I want to throw no, in. No, that, that, look, that really ties her in a NYPD Blue and many other fucking movies. So, hell yeah. Um, and now, Anthony, we are at the part that yes. you mentioned where they finally leave the bar. And now... Mario Joyner realizes that his girlfriend is Go Anthony Go. Uh, basically, uh, he uh, fi uh, Tom finds his girl with another hugged up with another dude, and he gets pissed off, and he goes to confront her about it. And he's and the guy that she's with, who's this dude? <laughs> and she she basically tells she shoes him away like, just go over there. Go over there for a second. Yeah, the, the, and, and then like the the fellas is trying to listen in. Fellas, can we get some privacy? And I'm gonna please. I know I may get shit, but goddamn it, the guy looked like a skinny little Billy Blanks. Oh yes, he really did look like if Billy Blanks lost weight and got a little shorter, this could be Billy Blanks' brother. And I, I don't know, fellas. I mean, I guess you know we've all been there where a girl and done done us wrong. But uh, box, I don't know if you ever queued up. Play a little bit of this. 
Because uh, the movie can uh, speak volumes more than we can on this scene here. Oh, uh, what's um, which part I guess of when it? they went like he kind of like confronts her and like they had a little heart to heart in the uh, hallway of an abandoned apartment building. Or oh, in the hallway, yeah, I can play that part. Give me one sec. Tommy wants answers. Damn it, he wants answers. Here, I'll start right. That's too far, too far, too far. Give me one sec. Here we go. Let's go in this building over here. Man, Vanessa, I don't understand. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know I cared about you. I don't know what's happened. You aren't being fair. I've been totally faithful to you. Look, Tommy, I'm not trying to be a bitch, you know? She's a bitch. Tommy, yeah. I really like you. Let me Frederick. just say right there. The other three friends will not give him any privacy. They've ducked into a building. They are down there listening. And the second she says, I'm not trying to be a bitch, any one of your friends would look at their boys and go, she's being <laughs> Any no yeah that that's just, yeah that that's rule. Anytime a woman says I'm not trying to be a bitch, yeah yep. she's. A you bitch. look at your boys and oh she's being a bitch, and that's exactly what uh, Vinny looks over at the guys and goes she's being a bitch. Anyway, here we go. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I kind of ruined that here. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been totally faithful to you. Look, Tommy, I'm not trying to be a bitch, you know? She's a bitch. Tommy, I really like Frederick. Frederick? <laughs> Frederick? They laugh at his name. I'm sorry. Really? Well, he got his answer. Oh, not, shit. Not, and they run. <laughs> Obviously not the answer he was looking for. Um, he was, and Vinny says these words in a little while, head over heels. Uh, and I, that, That's another part I want to play because we, we, you know, we've talked about how kind of a Vinny's an, an asshole, a womanizer, blah, blah, blah. But um, you yes, know, we do and, find and out why. The, basically, the, I, the scene you're talking about is basically Johnny becomes a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we're actually, uh, you know, we're 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 we're, we're kind of at that scene because you know, they do go right from that scene where he gets dumped, right to a bar where he's trying to drink his sorrows away, and you know the Vinny is basically, you know, Johnny's sitting there like trying to be caring and like, hey, you know, let's just go home, let's get out of here, just go home, relax, chill out. And Vinny's like, no, you need to go get some pussy. That'll fucking make you feel better. Let's go get some pussy. Finally, Tommy stands up like, yo, my fucking night. This is my moment. I'm the one hurting. And they do what Tommy wants to. Tommy, in his fit of anger, I want to get some pussy. Play the clip. Tommy says it better than anybody. Give me a minute here. Here, I'll go. <laughs> hey, you think I've always been like this, bro? Oh, here. Yeah. 
Hold on. This is one of the clips I did want to play because... I've been where Tommy's at. I know yeah. you talk about... I'm now this, like this. this explains Vinny a little bit. Here. All you got to do is just you go home, you relax, you chill out for a little while, right? Wait, no, 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 no. Wait a second, man. That's the last thing he needs to do. He's got to do the exact opposite. You got to get out there, see there's more women out there, and pretty women too, man, because that Vanessa was nothing to scream at, Jake. No, man, that's that's not what he needs. That's not what he needs. What you need, man, is... Look, if anybody knows about depression, it's me, right, man? Hey, man, wait, 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 how, how do you know what he needs, man? You don't know what he needs, so you ain't never been through what he's been through, all right? Because you ain't never had a girl in your life. <laughs> so so why, why are you going to go back into that shit again? That's right, man. Look at you tonight over there in that pool hall with that girl, man. She looked like she was getting ready to sit on your face. You're talking about she's going to be your friend. Man, get the fuck out of here. You know what? You wouldn't know what to do with a girl if she was standing in front of you naked. See, now, I know all about women, you know? I've been that route, man, and I know what Tommy's going through. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, man. But you think you know what Tommy's going through, man, but, but you never cared for any of them, so you have no idea what Tommy's going through either, all right? Here's the part coming up right hey, You now. think I've always been like this, bro? Yeah. No, no way, bro. Tommy calling him? I used to fall head over heels over women, man. Every time. You know what I got in return? Hurt. Every time. No more of that shit. Those days are over. End up looking all pitiful like Tommy over here and shit. <laughs> Yo, bartender, get my pitiful. Okay, so that kind of explains a little bit of where Vinny's coming from why he is or fernando why he is the way he is he got hurt and a lot of guys do that when they get hurt they just turn to the i mean look look at the movie the wedding singer it's kind of the same story you know guy gets hurt eventually you know you know one of his friends is a womanizer one of them's a hopeless romantic and you know turns out the guy that's uh that's the hurt guy really doesn't want to feel that way anymore you know, but, um, you know, it, th this does explain Vinny why he is the way he is a little bit more. Gets a little deeper into the character, I guess. Yeah, it gives some exposition. It kind of get you walk away from I me. Mean, obviously, if the movie was a little longer or they did a sequel or whatever, you would understand more. But it's like I well, wish they kind of like I said, I like this movie, but I wish they kind of had to kind of like establish a little bit of that early on. So you'd be like, yeah. Maybe they didn't want to establish him as too much of a sympathetic character. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what they wanted to do. I think they wanted to really play his character as the womanizing piece of shit. But then right around the last few minutes of the movie, show him that this is why he is that way. And maybe he does have a heart. It's just he won't. He, won't you know, he doesn't want to open it, up. Right. He won't open up and let it free. You know. Yeah. So, uh, we, we will get to those in a minute because we talked about this film was a bomb at the movie theater. We put a bunch of movies that came out in 1991. So, we will definitely check those out. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Tommy said the line and I missed it. Here we go. What do you want to do? I want to get me some pussy. <laughs> there yes, you go. Words to live by, gentlemen. There words you go. To live by. <laughs> and that is where they go. Um, they end up at a bar. 
Uh, they try to get in, but the guy at the bar won't let him in. Uh, asks them for three pieces of ID. Anything they do, trust me, they won't. He, they, they don't, uh, John Leguizamo gives them three pieces. He says they're not. They won't let him in for nothing. They meet a Rasta guy who gets him in the bar. See, even then, I'm like, oh shit! Now is it, something's gonna fucking happen? Someone's coming out of the fucking pipes. Oh. Nope, the guy actually gets him in the bar. Now, as they were trying to get in the bar, <laughs> this might have been a Dougie Doug or Willie's uh, best freak out moment. Because mm. I think I think the guys did the guys say like, "Get your dog and get out of here," or something like that. He that just kind of <laughs> pissed here. them off. Here, I want to see three pieces of ID from everybody. Three pieces of ID? Who the hell carries three pieces of ID? Worry, man, we got busted by the cops. We didn't even one piece of ID. All right, look, fellas, you're blocking the door, huh? Now, please leave. This is racist bullshit. I, I, I might have three pieces of ID. What do you guys have? Yo, Johnny, man, you can have a signed statement from God. You're not getting in this place tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah? Let's see. Let's see. I got three pieces of ID right here. You want to check them out? None of those are valid ID, huh? What are you talking about? They're not valid, man. They're valid. This is racist fucking bullshit. Come on, Come on let's, let's go. go. No, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going for this no more. This is fucking racist bullshit. Hey, you better put this dog back on his leash before I hurt him. You understand? Fuck you! Fuck you and your fucking club! I'm organizing a rally! I'm fucking calling off shots in the mall! Hey, get the hell out of here, huh? Get him out of here, will you? I'm organizing a rally! I'm marching! Marching all over your fucking face! Get off me! Take it easy, man! No, man, I'm serious. I'm calling fat ass out right now. Where's the phone? Come here, chill out. Caught him fat ass out. Now, what you do realize there is that girl did have a little bit of an effect on him. Yeah. Because now he's trying, I'm going to organize a rally, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So, you know, maybe she did have a bit bit of an effect on him. Uh, After that freak out, the Rasta man gets him in the the bar. They couldn't get him in for $5 each man. And, uh, you know, they go into the bar and, hold on a sec here. This is another, um... (laughs) <laughs> drinks, two drinks, $15, and John Leguizamo was shocked. That shows how little he gets out. 15 bucks for two drinks at a club isn't that bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and this is 1991, folks, and they don't, it's only gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Mario Joyner, or Tom, in the movie, is hitting on every woman he sees, shot down, shot down, shot down. Um, to the point where he's even not even waiting to get shot down, not even waiting. He's actually just walking up to the women and shooting them down himself. Uh, tell you what, you give me a second, I'll even get to that part because I laughed my ass off at that part right there. So give me a second here. It's right after they uh, they pay the here the ah fuck it. I might as well play the drink part. I'm no class. No, oh, hold on. Here we go. Oh, I guess you think I want to dance with you, huh? Guess what, big head? I wouldn't dance with you even if you didn't look like a saber-tooth tiger, bitch. What do you think about that? Meanwhile, she was hot. But, um, you know, they're going through, going through. Vinny, obviously, is giving his line of, uh, you know, all this shit. Then he finds, out of all these people, the porn star chick that, uh... Johnny is infatuated with. Asks her to dance, and uh, 
Vinny takes over the dance floor like fucking Travolta in Saturday Night Live. Wouldn't you wow, say? Wow, that's high praise from you, Box. Hey, he does. He fucking takes over the... He could have been doing the fucking hustle right down <laughs> there. Fucking right to the Bee Gees. But uh, they're not. They're out there just dancing. And uh, he's got his hands all over this girl. And he's just just dancing. But obviously... She, John yeah, Le- she's going with it, though. <laughs> she is. She's into it. Uh, John Leguizamo sees this. And he's watching for a minute. But it's when he starts putting his hands all over her. Then he gets down on his knees and starts doing some weird gyrations that... I wasn't sure why that angered him, but it did. I, but um, John Lig was on well, the over. To be fair, like we have to set the scene. He was uh, eye level to her, <laughs> well, her lady parts, and she was she was gyrating the lady parts a little bit. Um, and uh, John Lig was goes nuts, kind of grabs him by his hair, and starts, you know, asking him what the fuck is wrong with him, blah, blah, blah. All the boys jump in, pull him off. And, um, but I mean, John Leguizamo is not only surprised, he is his, literally they show him mouth agape, just wide open, like, oh my God. And uh, goes over, grabs Vinny by the hair, lifts him up. Vinny's threatening to kick his ass. And, um... Doesn't do it eventually, you know, because the guys have them. But uh, when they leave the bar, because Vinny basically says, I'm cool, and walks out and goes to try to talk to Johnny. That doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. Johnny actually ends up whipping his ass. Yes. Whipping his ass outside the bar. Knocks him out, actually, because um, they actually... <laughs> and, and honestly, it, 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 it was like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Because uh, basically, Vinny had been riding him throughout the movie. It's not a long movie, but you kind of like, when I first saw this movie... No, you know what? The, I, I would say after about 15, 20 minutes, I said, something's going to happen. I don't know what, but something was going to happen between Vinny and John. You can just kind of tell. The tension yeah. was building between them the whole fucking well, night. Johnny was the bully. To 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 oh, I'm sorry. Vinny was the bully to Johnny, yeah. you know. So uh, you knew you, you were hoping at least Johnny would get his you know comeuppance in this. So here I'll go ahead and fucking play the part. Why not, right? Hey, Johnny, come here. Hey, come here, Johnny. On, I want to talk man. to I'm you, man. Come on. What was that shit all about, man? Huh? What was that shit all about? I'm talking to you, bro. What was that all about? I'm talking to you, man. And the girl you were dancing with—that's the girl I'm crazy about, all right? That's the girl I cared about, man. Just leave me the fuck alone, right? I'm really angry, man. Just leave me the fuck alone. That's the girl you were crazy about? Fucking girl works for X-rated movies, man. You can see a fucking guy for 25 cents. 25 cents, at least she could do is charge a full dollar. Man, 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 why don't you go back and dance with her, right, man? I don't need her, man. Why don't you go back? You can have her. Just leave me the fuck alone, all right? Now you're saying that shit after you fucked up my whole night, man, huh? Man, just take your whole fucking night and keep recycling that shit over and over again, man. It's won't mean nothing to you, all right? I deserve a lot fucking better, but you don't, motherfucker. I'll tell you what you deserve, motherfucker. Man. You know what you man. deserve is a fucking fuck dick in the ass, motherfucker. Man, what's the Who the fuck do you think you are, man? What do you think you're better than me, man? You think you're better than me? You're just a fucking piece of shit. You're just like the fucking rest of us, man. You're just a fucking piece of shit. What are you afraid of? Not you, Fernando. 
One shot to the nuts, two shot, uh, one shot to the gut, another shot to the nuts, and a great right hook, and uh, Liguizamo knocks him out. <laughs> so, Box, th- did he do you proud? Was he those did. some of the moves you would have pulled out? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not big on a shot to the nuts, but uh, if it'll get you out of a situation, it is hey, not. Hey, 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 when you in the streak, it was basically hey. a streak. Hey, all, hey, all bets is off at that it point. <laughs> not uncalled for. So, uh, especially for a smaller guy against a bigger guy. Yep. So yeah, always go. <laughs> if you five foot nothing and he like eight foot something, go always go for the balls. The only yeah. chance you got. Yeah, and trust me, I'm I'm used to being the small the the at least the the, the lighter guy always. So, cuz I'm always the lighter guy in the argument whenever I get into a fucking stupid fight. I'm never the big guy ever. God, there's only one big guy. That's right. Fucking podcast I actually have to check out at one of these one of these days. Yeah. Um so there's the split between Johnny and uh, Vinny. Now comes, you know, um, the other two are obviously left in the bar by themselves. This brings us to the last two, which is Tom and Willie. Um, they end up getting a ride back with the Rasta man, of course, that got him in the bar. And they go into a little diner to get some breakfast. Tom ends up ordering a sandwich and doesn't get one for Willie. This is where Willie starts getting pissed off. And, of course, basically calls him an Uncle Tom. Which of I see why your name is Tom. Right. Exactly. And I just, you know, so that's that. that's obviously, you know, where that was enough for him. But you know, here I'll go and play the end of this. You, I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Fuck. Uh, anyway, call. I'll, I'll do this. Tom calls him a bum. Basically, is sick of his shit, and I'll play it from there. You and your fake ass and bullshit. Let me tell you something, man. I'm gonna fucking make it. You hear me? I'm gonna make it. And if by some small chance I don't make it, then I'm gonna die trying. Which is more than I can say about anything you've ever done in your life, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! You ain't gonna make shit! It's a piece of shit like the rest of us! Fuck you! And Dougie Doug then turns around, sees some of the guys in that diner. Old, broken down, not looking very good. And uh, you can sort of see he sees himself and he's not happy about it. Um, But that's pretty much... I mean... Where the movie ends, Johnny goes home, finds the girl's number, um, and starts filling out a college application. Yeah. And it, it's a shame. I, I know we kind of like kind of blew off a hanging with the homegirls sequel, which I'm glad, glad they didn't make. But considering, like I said, like the last, I would say five to ten minutes of the movie, you really start to see some kind of character progression. And I wish they had a kind of like did a sequel looking back, just to mm-hmm. kind of like you know where are they now type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But there was some growth. You you were actually seeing signs of growth in the characters. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I, I mean, it, it it wasn't the like I said, it wasn't the action packed cop movie that I'm used to watching. But it was definitely a great, you know, a, a good story. 
and I I enjoyed it. Um, now we talked about how this movie sort of bombed in 1991. Let me just give a list here. Of course, Weeble gave us a great list of some of the films that came out in 1991. I would say, out of just reading the quick list I'm looking at, I would say most of these movies have become like staples to a lot of people. Uh, Sound to the Lambs, Beauty and the Beast, Cape Fear, Terminator 2, Point, oh, yes, that, Point yeah. Break, Boys in the Hood, Hook, yes. Robin Hood, Fried Green Tomatoes, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, Adam's That's Family. That's a fucking movie. Yeah, Adam's Family, Thelma and Louise, New Jack City, What About Bob, The, the, the Doors, which I, I, I know you may not want to do that, but we do need to do that movie one night. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. All right, Last Boy Scout, Oscar. I won't lie, I watched Oscar on Tuesday. Uh, Hot Shots, City Slickers, Out for Justice, Steven Seagal, People Under the Stairs, Toy Soldiers. A really another underrated movie is Toy Soldiers. I like that movie. What was that guy's name? Uh, Encino Man, and uh, it was Sean Astin, right? That was Sean, yeah, Sean Astin in that movie, yeah. Sean Astin, Lou Gossett Jr. was in that movie. I liked that movie. Um, let's see, Doc Hollywood, Sleeping with the Enemy, Hudson Hawk, Bugsy, Harley Davidson, Marlboro Man, Mobsters, what a movie. Christian Slater, Patrick, uh, Patrick Dempsey, Dutch, Necessary Roughness, I like that movie. Jungle Fever, Stone Fucking Cold. A. Yeah, Ricochet, great movie. Five Heartbeats, which we mentioned. Ernest movie. Scared Stupid, Suburban Commando, Billy Bathgate, Kim, King Ralph, and Only the Lonely. From all those movies that I just mentioned, I would, I mean, come on, Silence of the Lambs, Cape Fear, Point look, Break, look, Boys in the... Look, look, at, at the Terminator 2, it was over. It was over. I, really, really. Terminator 2 and... um. Harley Davidson and Marlboro Man was huge that year. Bugsy was huge that year. People Under the Stairs, if I remember correctly, was giant that year. Thelma and Louise that year was a fucking giant. New Jack City. What about Bob? I'll still watch What About Bob. I'll I still love that. Watch. That's one. That's one of uh, Bill Murray's forgotten uh, classics. There, mm -hmm. most of these like movies, one of his hidden gems. Yeah, most of these movies that I mentioned, I will still watch. Yeah. Billy really Bathgate will. is probably the best name for a mobster ever. <laughs> yeah, Billy Bathgate was a good necessary roughness. I really, I, I, I know it wasn't. I enjoyed that movie with Sinbad and. Um, yeah, I keep forgetting Sinbad was in that movie. What's that guy's name? Scott Bakula from... Um, Scott Bakula? Bakula from um, Quantum Leap. Damn, that's a throwback. <laughs> I like that show, man. That's uh, a good fucking show. Oscar, like I said, I just watched that movie Tuesday. That's the uh, movie where Stallone played a mobster, a mob boss, a comedy movie. Point yeah. Break? <laughs> Point fucking break was huge. That was like Keanu's breakout, like they, basically his breakout movie after Bill and Ted. You know, the, the, that's this, when he turned. Uh, yeah, honestly, after, after once he came out with Point Break, that's when he went the action route. It really couple, exactly. Couple, a couple years later, he did Speed. Yep, and that I don't care. Well, no, that first Speed to me is still up there. Speed One of the two greatest is, action movies of all speed time. Speed two isn't that bad. 
isn't even that bad. To- uh, like I said, Toy Soldiers is a great underrated movie. Hudson Hawk, I don't care what you say, it's a fucking funny ass movie. Uh, you know, Bugsy was a Jungle Fever was a huge movie that year for the controversy. Uh, Stone Cold, Brian Bosworth, that was a big movie for that year too. Ricochet, that's an excellent movie. You ever seen that with um, Denzel Washington and John? Um, uh, ah, is it the guy from um... Footloose? Damn, I can't think of it. I, I literally up. had his name, and I just fucking lost it. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on a second. Footloose. There we go. Footloose, his name is... I can probably get it from uh, someone in the chat. John Lithgow. The guy, John the Lithgow. guy from uh, Third Rock from the Sun, right? Lithgow. John Lithgow, yes. Third Rock from the Sun, one of the voices yeah, yeah, of Shrek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was him. Um, Jesus Christ. Suburban Commando. Jeez, what a big movie. Look, that's part of my childhood, man. It, it, it's hokey as hell now looking back on it, but... It, 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 it's one of those I can accept it for what it is. It wasn't. It wasn't meant to be a fucking epic movie, but it was fucking funny in its own way. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, King Ralph came out that year. That was, um, if I remember correctly, that was actually a big movie because that was one of the early movies for John Goodman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and... Before that, I mean, obviously everybody knows him as you know from Roseanne. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he's he's more known as a TV guy than a movie guy, but he did a lot of movies pre uh, around that top here, didn't he? Like mid eighties into the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, only the lonely, which was another John Hughes movie with uh, John Candy. John Candy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Molly Ringwald, actually, both of them together. Ed, that's a uh, somewhat strange combination. It's a good movie, though. It is. It is, but um, that was uh, Sleeping with the Enemy was another ju- big movie, Julia Roberts movie. I, I this movie must j- just got lost in the fucking shuffle, man. Yeah, and Julia Roberts, like she was hot in the early nineties. Yeah, I mean she's not a, she's not ugly now, but she was at her peak. She, dude, her movies still do just fine. Trust me. Trust me. Um, let's see here. As usual, we do a little bit of trivia. Let's see. We got, uh, Chris Rock was actually considered for the part, Willie, that Dougie Doug played. You think it would have been too comedic with Chris Rock? Mm, maybe a little too... Or you, or, you, or you think it would have put the movie on a different level? I think it was actually a little too serious for Chris Rock at the time. 91... Yeah, probably yeah, he was. Yeah, he. I think he was like a year into his uh, SNL run. Yeah, would have been a little too serious at the time for him. That, but that, it, def, it definitely kind of fits his style of comedy, political humor, mm-hmm. race relations. Even though he he, he isn't like a deal, he he'll beat you over the head with uh, black and white jokes. Yeah, yeah. At the time, probably, probably. Uh, we brought this little interesting fact up in the chat. John Vasquez actually wrote this script in three days. 
Uh, and we already mentioned that Vinny was actually the part he wanted to play. But uh, it only took him three days to write this fucking script. Um, speaking of John Vasquez, he was actually attacked on the way to the set one of the days. His face was slashed by a homeless man, according to an interview with Nestor Serrano. When, Vas when Vasquez returned to work after recuperating, he was angry and intolerable, often fighting with the uh, cast and crew. Wow. Yeah. Weird, huh? Very weird. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really all the uh, weird did-you-know stuff I've got. That wasn't we haven't mentioned already. We mentioned the sequel. Uh, we mentioned already about uh, Vasquez playing, uh, you know, basing the role on himself of Vinny. So uh, the film was also shot in dangerous areas of South Bronx. Obviously, neighborhood residents were hired to be lookouts for potentially dangerous people approaching the filming. Some some scenes were even disrupted by people throwing things and yelling at the actors. Wow. Yeah. You, it, it, which is weird because you think this came out in 91. Is, I mean, obviously we know who these guys are, but this was still like, they were still pretty, rel they were relatively unknown at this point. So it kind of makes me, it's kind of weird that uh, they would generate that kind of uh, attention. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, Weez brings up that uh, Ricochet also has Ice-T and Kevin Pollack. Uh, Kevin Pollack, not, not, not in there very long, but yeah, Ice-T is in that movie too. Early Ice T movie. Yeah, and I guess we should say rest in peace to uh we <laughs> we brought the guy's name up a lot, uh Joseph Vesquez, the director of the film. He actually passed away on uh December sixteenth of ninety five as a result of age related complications. Hmm. He was only thirty three, which Wow is terrible. That's young. That is fucking too young. But uh Yeah. There you go, man. I don't know what else we can. Uh, I don't know what else we can say. Although, well, but, uh, uh, let's see. I guess we we we've done uh, twenty six of these box. I'm sorry, twenty seven. <laughs> we can start doing this at the end. On a scale of one to ten, how how, <laughs> how much of a recommendation would you give if somebody's never seen this flick? I give it a ten personally. Uh, yeah, that that uh, I I wouldn't go ten. Um, Again, being a more of an action kind of guy waiting for something to happen, I would probably give it like a seven. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Again, just me personally, I'm waiting for something to blow up, someone to get shot, someone to pull a gun. The cop scene not to be so funny, maybe a rape. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something. Something. But uh, I don't know, man. That's just me. That's just the movies I always, you know, prefer to watch. But I don't know. About a seven for me. I mean, I would definitely, you know, recommend it. It's it's not something I would say, oh, well, fucking don't watch that movie. Fucking sucked. But uh, yeah, I, I I definitely enjoyed the movie though. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, I'll, I'll watch That's it what again. We do on this show. You know, we not only review movies that we've all seen mutually. We kind of recommend. We bounce us all. But we bounce movies off each other. Like, hey, you need to see this. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be honest. Good, better, and different. I'll watch anything <laughs> at least uh, once. Look, I will too. And, you know, there's plenty of bad movies out there that I watch more than once. And 
think nothing of it. But uh, yeah, this one definitely wasn't. Uh, this is definitely one that if if uh, if I see it on, I'll, I'll I'll turn it on. Now you talked about you like to see movies where stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we actually went live, I was watching a movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. You may have heard of it. You ever see Set It Off? I haven't. You have you you want shit going on? Mm-hmm. Watch that movie. I need to watch that. Yes, yes. Ah, I know the song. Oh, the In Vogue song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think you would like that movie. Maybe a lot, a lot, a lot of, sh- lot of gunshots, shooting at cops, people pissed off. Mm-hmm. I think you would enjoy it. I probably would. That sounds like yes. right up the, my fucking you got, alley. You got four, you got four pissed off black women shooting guns. Oh, beautiful shit. movie. Oh shit! Now before we leave, we do have Weeble on the line. What is going on, Weebs? Weaves. Weaves. That was a great introduction, Box. <laughs> I can't hear you, Weebs. Hey, Bo- uh, hey, uh, Weebs, if you're there, type something in the chat. That'll incriminate Box again. <laughs> no. All right, I see. I see Weebs. He's looking confused. He's looking down. He's trying to figure out what's going on. His microphone like is not on mute. I can tell because he would. Uh, I would say microphone muted. Mm, he's, oh wait, Weebs, talk right now. I got blue. Talk. Oh, you got me. I got you now. There you go. I, I saw it lighting up blue. I knew on? I could Thanks hear for calling, you. Bro. It was good, man. Like I can actually remember the first time I seen this movie. I skipped school and wasn't watching it on cable. Oh Jesus! You skipped school to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah, See, but I'll... I'll tell you, this movie has impact. It touches lives. <laughs> I guess so. I guess it does. Well, go ahead, man. Tell us what you thought of the fucking movie. Go for it, man. Uh, Weebs? Uh, you know, even with Dougie Doug's character, even in my clique, we had that one guy who was something. He always wanted to hang out, but he never had no money. Oh, and yeah. You know, we got into it over that before, you know? Oh, Dude, trust me. I'm remember. I'm Jewish. I we, we had a friend. I'll, I'll even give his name. His name was Alan. Every time we went out with him, we called his dad three dollar bill because he would say, "Hey, dad, can I get some money to go out?" His dad would give him three dollars. Three dollars. He couldn't even chip in on the fucking weed with three dollars, dude. I mean, you know, it was. It's like, dude. What's up with your dad? Dude, I would ask my dad for money back then. He'd give me a fucking 20, 40 bucks. You said he couldn't even chip on the weed. I'm <laughs> guessing I'm guessing uh, he's never heard the song I Got Five on it. Then. He, he couldn't even, exactly. He couldn't even chip in the five. He couldn't even fucking chip in for weed, beer, nothing. Nothing. He never did. But yeah, he would always end up drinking with us. Fucking, you know, high as fuck and drunk with us. So, oh shit, Weeb's opening up the LaCroix. <laughs> nah, this actually checks. Oh! I got the cheap shit. <laughs> I've, I've, I got refreshy in the fucking fridge, too. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, you know, I, look, everybody's got the friend that never had any money, that just, but they always wanted to hang. But you know what? Every now and then, I was that guy. 
Yeah, but I mean, look, let's be clear. It, yeah. It's like look, everybody goes through rough patches mm-hmm. where you don't. When you cover. You, you look out for your friends. We're not saying when you go out, don't you know? You know, help out your buddies, chip in, about carrying for a little bit. But don't. What all we're saying is this: don't be the guy that always wants to hang out but never can contribute shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, like you said, everyone goes through a rough patch. And look, in my rough patches, my friends definitely help me out. If you ever heard of that song, I get high a little help from my friends. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I stayed high with some help from my friends. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, it, it, every now and then I turned into that broke dude. And people remembered I wasn't always that broke guy. And when I when I had it, I never mind sharing it, dude. Yeah, yeah. They, what's the same old saying? Sharing is caring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, but uh, I don't know what else did you have for us, Weebs? Is the movie even on DVD? Because I know when it came out, it had to be VHS ninety one. You know, I I'll tell you the truth. This movie can't. I couldn't find it on a torrent. I found it on one website. Yeah, I, I have it on VHS, and I know they did release a D. You can still get the DVD on like uh, Amazon, eBay, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is out there. It's just like super rare. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those that are hard to find. Uh, it's like trying to find a Judd Nelson movie. Yeah, yeah. because I I, w- I went to Best Buy. You know, Best Buy is pretty much damn near switched over to Blu-ray. I mean, they said they can order DVDs, but like. It is, it is tough to find DVDs now, and, and, and these are great titles that y'all are covering weekly, you know what I'm saying, like Hidden Gems and everything else, you know? Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, you, 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 really, you got to go to, like, uh, Amazon is a good one to get old school shit, but uh, we got some places here that still have some old <laughs> fucking, like, I'm sure people have uh, FYE for your entertainments. Yeah. yeah. They carry all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, Hell, uh, the other day, um, we brought it up early on the show, Classic, uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually found that <laughs> in a $5 bin at a fucking Walmart, of all places. I said, if I came across it by X, I'm like, I gotta pick this up. Wow. Jeez, b is asking. Anthony, Anthony, I go to late night at Walmart sometimes, and I'll take like an hour and a half and dig through those bins, and you can find some good shit. I'm glad you brought that up. I actually could do that, you know, like at least monthly, once or twice a month, you know. Yeah, I found that. I found uh, I don't know I don't know a box saw, but I know Weeds probably did. Remember a movie called uh, Paper Soldiers? Oh, Kevin Hart. That was the start. Yeah. yeah, that was the start. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. I saw that in class. And that made my day. I said, "Fuck it, for ten bucks, I'll pick these two up real quick." <laughs> you know, to, to B makes brings up a question: Can we actually recall any movies that are not available on DVD? That's a good question. Um, there actually think- is one that uh, you could call it a movie. Um, Sam Kinison did a comedy show back in the day called Leader of the Band, B-A-N-N-E-D. I have not been able to find it on DVD. I still have it on VHS, and I am scared to get rid of it. It's in my garage. It probably doesn't work because of the fucking summers here. Mm-hmm. But I cannot find it on... The only thing I can find is the songs he sang. Now, can you convert... The VHS you got... I mean, is it, like, from the original broadcast, or...? 
it's it's I I got it way back in the day when one of my friends worked at a, uh, a video store. I, I was saying, like, depending on what kind of condition it's in, you can probably convert it to DVD, make your own. I I tried using my DVD converter, but I've lost the remote, so I can't do a lot with it. Universal. I have, dude. I have one of those Logitech Harmony remotes, uh-huh. and it just won't do what I need it to do. I might figure out a way to actually. I, I know if you can get a good enough VCR, you can um, get one that has HDMI, and I can plug it right into my uh, my computer here beside me. Yeah. Because I want to take, I got a, I got like five or six videos out there I really want to put on my computer, but I really have one. I have all my old drinking parties. From, from, <laughs> you trying to make a best <laughs> of collection over there, box? I have my parties from the year two thousand. Watch this! You want to watch this shit on Blu-ray? <laughs> I want to put them on. I want to put that shit on YouTube. Statue of limitations out, right? Oh, dude! I look. I had many. I, I I had one rule with the camera at those parties. Try your best not to record anyone smoking pot. That's oh, it. That was the only one. Jesus, so, show all the titties you want, but don't smoke anything on camera. I don't think I I I, I didn't get any titties or anything, but um, close, close. Hey. Yeah, yeah. The, the, this was pre Girls Gone. Well, no, this was right when Girls Gone Wild was big, actually. But no, 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 no. Girls at my party weren't doing that shit. I'll tell you what, well, Box, you're like a computer whiz. You can uh, blur out the faces. Oh fuck that! <laughs> you gotta... can blur out the, if you if you know if people are, you know obviously it's two thousand people are older now got families and kids. Just blur out the faces. Good. Hey, this this you, isn't Jap pixelated porn, dude. Come you, on. You got a problem with it? Block it on fucking YouTube. <laughs> don't don't give your kids or your wife to your passcode on your you, computer. You were alive in two thousand. You did this. If you haven't explained it to your kids yet, you got problems. Oh god. <laughs> My eight year old knows daddy partied hard as a kid. <laughs> Boxes naming names. <laughs> Oh, I, I, fuck. I, I could name... I, I watched that video the other day because I was trying to do it on my DVD recorder and it, I, I can't finalize. It's the only thing I can't do is finalize it so it'll play on all DVD players. Uh-huh. So I think it'd be cheaper to just, instead of buying a new DVD recorder, hook it up to the old uh, computer here and do that. But I've got that Sam Kinison. I've got a few Sam Kinnisons. Um... That didn't make it over to DVD because once they got to DVD, his brother was putting out all those, um, you know the 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 sober Sam Kinison DVDs, which I have some of those. Mm-hmm. They're not that great. Yeah, it, it, it's sad. It's sad to say, but some people are better fucked up. <laughs> And, oh yeah, and, easily. And it was really sad with Kinnison because he really was, you know, it, it's sad that his comedy was so, you know, contingent on him being the fucked up guy he was. But, you know, I mean, there's a guy who started off being a a, a Pentecostal preacher. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I I've played the the clips before of him doing the you know preaching and. 
he started off as a Pentecostal preacher and became a filthy comic. Uh, you know, we lost him in on April tenth, nineteen ninety four. But you know, I I I I will always remember Sam Kinison and right. and uh, Andrew Dice Clay had one of the best comic rivals of all time. They talked more shit about each other than wrestlers were doing back then, man. They were brutal with each other back then. It was great. And then, uh, you know, Kinnison went and... Uh, oh, shit, he was only 38? Kinnison was young when he went. And actually, a lot of people blame Howard Stern for making him drink again because he started drinking again on a Howard Stern show when Howard Stern said, you're funnier when you're drunk and fucked up. Wow, that, and yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not even trying to make light of it, but it's almost like once he started drinking again, I guess he's like, yeah, maybe you're right. He well, could, I mean, you never know. He could have went into like a state of depression after hearing some shit like that. Many people have said he 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 was hiding the drinking. He was hiding the drugs. He was. A lot of people said he was definitely still doing cocaine when he said he wasn't. Uh, Kinnison was a tough guy man but th- i mean there were some videos of him totally sober and you could see it doing comedy he just didn't have the same spark in his eyes and it was sad yeah what a damn shame to see december 8th 1953 to april 10th 92 man 30 i didn't know i didn't know he was that young Oh, 92 because he i mean even when i even looking at them from the 80s he just always looked old he had like that old looking face especially with yeah. the hair it, it long was, hair it made was, him look older than he was it was 1992 or four it says uh i just looked up his uh wikipedia it says 92 92 okay i'm sorry i was 1994 i'm sorry i was 92 i remember that day man i was fucking sad i remember the day yeah. we lost skinnison man it was a sad day now, I probably would have been too young. I'm not even trying to make light of you here, Box. But uh, was that like a big news story when he uh, died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, man, him and Andrew Dice Clay had... I don't know if there's ever been another comic-type rival that was that nasty. I, yeah, you, the, I mean, you don't you hear about too rivalries. You, don't hear. you know what? There wasn't, and I'll tell you why. I'm, I, I don't want to sound, you know, right... Rap took over the rivalry business after that. Rap musicians started taking over the 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 rivalry in the um, media, the mainstream media. I, I guess that's, that's how fair, I could put it. That's a fair point. No, no, no. They, they really did at that time. You know, so, yeah, I don't think there's ever been another comic rivalry like Dice Clay and Kinnison out there. Now all we have is, you know, a bunch of ugly, catty bitches claiming, (laughs) Oh, she stole that line from me. I said it 19 months ago in in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's like Rogan and Mancia for the last few years. You know, he wouldn't leave it alone. (laughs) Rogan had a lot of fucking ammunition against Mancia, though, man. You got to admit. And Mancia got so pissed once, he just told him, You're right. I can take any joke you say, add Mexican to it, and it's funnier. That's the way it's true. Happens. You can you can take a joke and add Boxman to it, and add, <laughs> add Anthony to it, and it just changes. It yeah. seriously, 
You can, you know? absolutely. Look, Dane Cook may have stolen most of his comedy, but let me tell you something about fucking Dane Cook. Do you not wish you were him fucking two years ago? Probably right now. He's probably fucking... Right now, he's probably banging a college student. Yeah. Right now. Right <laughs> and look, this I, I'm second. I'm not a Dane Cook fan, but... The early, I would say, early to mid two thousands, that guy was every fucking where. Listen, I, yeah. I, I, I really did like his early comedy. I don't like his new stuff, but his early comedy was pretty funny. I know a lot of people say it was stolen, but you know what? The guy sold out colleges for years to come. Yes. Don't you wish you were him? Do you realize? Like I said, he's probably banging a fucking. What do you think? Sophomore, maybe a junior <laughs> right now. What do you think? That don't know any better. Yeah. 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 That's what he's fucking doing right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can say you know, comedian. Because I mean, let's be honest, a comedian is no different than a wrestler. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta have that stage presence. You gotta have that promo ability. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I could I could picture Dane Cook being a charming motherfucker. Oh yeah, look and he, look. He's he listen. He he did a movie with Dennis Rodman. That's yeah. all he has to say. Mm-hmm. I did a movie with Dennis Rodman. You know, I, I will. I don't. I don't know if you. I don't know if you ever saw a box, but I did like one movie he was in with Jessica Alba. Good luck, Chuck. I did think that was funny. I didn't see I, that, but you probably haven't seen the movie he was in with Dennis Rodman. So we're even. What's the double take? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like when he like the best friend or something. It's been a while. No, but... no, 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 no. Double Take was the one he was in with Von Dom, wasn't it? Van Dam, yeah, Van, Van Dam. Uh, he was in Simon Says. Oh S- yeah, that's, S- yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon S E Z. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I got Dane Cook. Yeah, and he was in there with some blonde girl who was amazingly sexy. Uh, but John Panette was in that movie too. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I, I remember that. John Panette and the guy who played um, Nikon and Hackers, Lord Nikon. Wow, that's a th- Hackers man. Fucking, anytime that movie is on, I am gonna watch it. You get to see Angelina Jolie's breasts. Come on, mm-hmm. it's a movie yes. where you get to see Angelina Jolie's titties, young and perky. Yes, talk about Hall of Fame tits. Mm. Especially in that movie, man, they were yes. they were. Uh, and look, she still looks good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that little deal she had with Billy Bob for a while kind of turned me off. But hey, it's still Angelina Jolie. Mm. Yeah, she was young and crazy at the time. Yeah, she ain't scared of nudity in the movies either. No, no, not yeah. at all. But yeah, you got to see her young, budding no. little boobies in that movie. So, uh... and speaking of young and in that prom, I personally think this woman still looks good. But if you want to talk about in the prom. Box, have you ever seen a movie called Angel Heart? No. Mickey Rourke and uh, Lisa Bonet. It's basically the show that got her <laughs> kicked off kicked of Cosby for a little while and kicked off a of fire from Different World. Wow. Yeah, I, I like Because Mickey Rourke, oh, Lord. People Lisa. always people uh, shit on uh, Billy Bob for the uh, the Monsters Ball with a Holly Bear. That was worth but Go back, do yourself a favor, and watch Angel Heart. You get to see a, a young in her prime Lisa Bonet. Oh my damn! I, nothing I can say can put this in. You have to see the movie, dude. Lisa, we, we bragged about fucking how hot Lisa Bonet was in in when we did uh, Enemy of the State. Yes, yes. That girl is insanely hot. Yeah, and she still is, man. But this is like 
this is woo. She was just young. I'll check Arm that out. Fully packed. Yeah, I'll check that one out. But um, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, that's right. They did have a. Uh, didn't they bring in a different Lisa on um, on, on that on the Cosby show? No, no, they just no. I think they just said she went to college or something. I mean, they they, they let her go for a while. Mm. She went to different world. She got pregnant because she was fucking Lenny Kravitz at the time. Uh, that got her fired from different world because Cosby didn't want to do a pregnancy storyline with the Cosby kids. Couldn't they had to be pure? Mm. So they so that she got fired from that. Went back to uh, Cosby for a couple years. Then she was gone again. We <laughs> can't do a pregnancy storyline. She hasn't been drugged. I'm sorry because they was <laughs> not the sidetrack, but fucking we, we got to the movie. But um, they was I don't know. <laughs> out of all the people that probably shit on Cosby, even though she's never said anything publicly. Because of the, because they was basically beefing way back then. Mm. Like they could, like she was like the wild child. Like yeah. literally, she gave him a lot of shit. I guarantee you, she's smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> Once the shit came out about Kyle, she's one of the people. I guarantee you, she's smiling from ear. To, I like, I tried to tell you, motherfuckers, back then he wasn't shit. I told you he's a bad man. I told you some shit was gonna come out. Mm. Yeah, she probably is. And I gotta, I, I don't know, but um. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, she is a definitely, still hot. She's she's hot. She always has been to me. I I was I was I remember the Cosby show and I I I did have a little uh I had a little crush on that chick, dude. She was fucking sexy. Now let me ask you. Yeah, you could tie this movie and Dougie Doug was on Cosby for a while. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm trying to think. Um who else is still? Yeah, that's a good little topic here. Let's see. Who else is still holding it well? I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there, Miss Jackson. Oh yeah, Janet. Oh, Janet, Janet, Janet. Oh yeah. I I love Janet. I mean, to me, she had that, that album cover from ninety and we. You know what I'm talking about, right? The one with the hands were covering. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> the greatest album cover in the history of music. I went, damn it! I had a poster. I wish I still had that poster. I had, I had like a, I had that album when I was a kid, like on cassette or something. Yeah. That I had, that was my favorite poster. You know, you had to throw that poster away because it was all fucking sticky and white and wet and. Ah, uh, damn it! I wish I still had it. I'm gonna put it to you like this: I'm gonna have to go on eBay, or Amazon, and find like a mint condition copy. It was, it was hanging on the wall with no staples anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was just there. So finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just got like you got to let it go. But damn, it was a. I had it a picture. Hard. I had a picture of uh, Paulina, the girl that was married to Ben Orr from the Cars. Ben mm-hmm. Orr. She was a supermodel. The Paulina. I had a picture of her on my wall where she was like half naked at the time when I was like. 13, 14. Oh, I remember staring at that picture and doing things I never should have done at that age. Oh, we just bringing up another name from back in the day. This was a little uh, hottie. Goldie Hawn. I, I remember s- um, I saw her Tuesday night. She ended up on Shooter, the show right after SmackDown. Uh, how, how was she looking? Holding up well? I wouldn't kick her out of bed. 
I wouldn't get. Is she still with Kurt Russell? I don't know. They never could, married. I I wouldn't get scared if she was in my bed. I'll tell you that right now. Um, matter, she was in a movie. Um, it was that movie. Guys, give me two seconds. I got to run out real fast. Okay. All right. You talking about the Golden Horn movie? Uh, yeah, it was from the eight eighties. Um, Bird on a Wire, Mel Gibson. What? No, no, no. Crisscross. Crisscross. All right. Whether was it Crisscross or was it Cross? It was something with Chris in it. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I think the kid from Terminator was in it. Edward Furlong. No, that yeah, I really think it was him. Oh no, no, no! It, it was either him or the kid from uh, Last Action <sighs> Hero. You've seen it before, right, Weaves? I'm trying to think, man. Shit. What, what? I'm going to have to Google this shit because it's killing me. What's the yeah. question? What's the question, please? Uh, you remember a movie with Goldie Hawn? I think I want to say it was the 80s, early to mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Maybe later. Uh, crisscross. Crossword. Crisscross, crossword. Okay, so let me go to Goldie It might have just been Crisscross. Goldie Hawn. That's one of the first movies I saw her in. In The, the first movie I saw her in, all of it was Vacation. First movie I ever saw Goldie Hawn in was um, Vacation. Yeah, she still can get it. I just pulled up a recent picture. Mm, like I said, I would not kick that woman out of bed. Uh, she was sexy as hell in um, what was that movie she did? The uh, the Private Benjamin. She was sexy. Wildcats. Yeah. She was very sexy. I liked her in. Uh... Let's see. You're looking for Ooh, Overboard, Bird on a Wire. Bird on a wire. She was Bang- the Banger uh, Sisters. Remember that with a Susan Sarandon. What a pair! A movie in the eighties. Swing Shift. I uh, didn't know. It came out ninety two. No, Criss Cross. Cross. There you go, Criss Cross. Yeah, Death yeah. Becomes Her. She was. She was I remember that movie. She's done a bunch of shit, but yeah, I, she was definitely. First movie I saw her in though was Vacation. That was my first movie, and she was in um. American History X, right? I don't think she was. <laughs> who was that? Edward Norton, and that was a uh, Feruza Balk, and um. Yeah, but who was her? Who was the mom? That's a good question. I don't think she was in. I damn. Why I don't do think I she'd think... be in that movie. She's only done thirty-three movies. Yeah. Why doesn't that make sense? Oh, I'm seeing a lot of House Sitter. I liked her in that. Now I gotta Seems go like to old times. That was a that was an underrated flick to me. Now I gotta go to American History X. That just don't sound like the type of movie she would be in. <laughs> I thought she was the mother in American History X. Oh, Beverly D'Angelo. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. I'm confusing a couple people here. Beverly All D'Angelo. don't look the same box. Come on, man. I don't know why I just confused those two. <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> Speaking of Beverly D'Angelo, talk about underrated tits. <laughs> yeah, Beverly D'Angelo was in Vacation, and she was actually who I saw in uh, Shooter. So I confused somebody. Sorry about that. I confused somebody. It happens. Yeah, Beverly D'Angelo is who I uh, was in American History X as the mother. Yeah. Yeah. Goldie Hawn, though? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Bird on a Wire, I do remember that movie. I'll watch that anytime it's on. Yes. Yeah, but questions with the movies that's probably not on DVD. It'd be probably a bunch of those HBO movies. You remember the 90s? Like, I think it was the same. It was strapped. 
there was a bunch of like HBO movies that went straight to HBO. It was mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say they call it straight to uh, DVD now, but back yeah. in the day it was straight to like HBO. You want to yeah. see someone who lost her looks? Look up Meg Ryan. Oh, that was plastic surgeries. You want to get scared? That girl mm-hmm. was so hot. Go back to Top Gun. And, I mean, some of the movies she did. Oh, my God. And she has ruined herself. Well, to answer uh, Smark's ch- uh, question in the chat, uh, Goldie Hawn is actually 71. Mm. Still looks good. And uh, she is still presently with Kurt Russell. 1983 to present. Partners. Jesus. Jesus. So they're Kate partners. Daughter, right? they're, they're, they're not married. Just partners. Wow. Okay, Hudson, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. She's, dude, all, uh, that movie, Almost Famous, her first movie, that was amazing. That was a good movie, man. I like that movie. I don't care how girly or whatever. It was a good movie. Did you ever see that? Uh, Almost yeah. Famous? Yeah, and all that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A great fucking movie. Really good movie. I like that one, too, man. Wait a minute, Kurt Russell's only 65? Wow. boy. <laughs> he go, he go. They I do. guess he likes the gill snail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Look at that picture of Meg Ryan. My God, the elephant man has come alive, and it's Meg fucking Ryan. Oh. I, I don't know. I mean, I know she was never ugly to me, but she never really did it for me. She, she was, was like, the, She was like the cute friend. She was sexy in Top Gun, dude. And a couple movies after that, and then she started injecting shit in her face. That was a different woman in Top Gun. I don't think that was Meg Ryan. That was Kelly Lynch, wasn't it? No, Kelly Lynch was in Roadhouse. Roadhouse, all right. Somebody else was in Top Gun. It wasn't Meg Ryan, though, I don't think. Hold on, let me see if I'm right here. God damn it, you people. Top Gun. Oh God damn! I, I don't. Why did I look up Meg Ryan present day? <laughs> damn. Because I told you to. Um, <laughs> damn. Meg Ryan. That doesn't even look like the same woman. Meg Ryan was Goose's wife, wasn't she? You're thinking I, of Kelly McGillis. That was Kelly McGillis. Yes, 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 uh-huh. yes, yes. But I, Goose's wife was Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, Goose's wife. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know who she looks like? She looks like a weird ver. She looks like a an awkward version of of uh, what's that girl woman's name? Zaza Gabor. She looks nah. like the she looks like the elephant man just stepped out of a freezer and his swelling <laughs> went down. Come on! Oh, this is a damn. I'm looking like at a collage of like you know beginning to present day. That damn, this is a damn shame. These women and their plastic surgery. They oh, stop it. Anyway. I guess it's all we need to talk about the movie. Anthony, we're a couple hours in already. You said you had a couple rants to go on about. No, not not really a rant. Just I just wanted to real quick. I don't know if you guys followed the, uh, the uh, inauguration today. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it at all. Mm-hmm. I just hopped on Facebook like, you know, after I got off work. And I'm reading all these posts. Fuck Trump. Not my president. Appa- apparently, there's been a lot of... Uh, destruction going on in dc people tearing shit up and i'm just like what the fuck i mean i didn't vote for as a matter of public record i didn't vote for trump but my whole thing is this he is who we have so all of this shit about you know he's not my president yes he is whether you voted for him or not at the end of the day 
the job he does, good or bad, affects us all. If he does a fucked up job, we all fucked. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the point where it's just like, you don't have to like the guy, but if at the end of this term he does a good job, I don't have to like him personally, but I'll give, I'll be one of the first to say, you know what, he was a good president. At this point, all we can do is pray that he does a good fucking job for the, for our sake, for the country's sake. I don't know where you guys stand on it. But I'm like, at this point, I'm willing to give the guy a chance. Because at the end of the day, he got the job. Regardless of whether you voted for him or not, he is what we got. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have to kind of take a, almost you have to kind of look at it as a glass head full type situation. And just like, at this point, he's in office, all of the bitching, you got it out of your system. But it's like, it's, it's not going to accomplish anything. You can go on all the rants you want about it, but it's not going to change the fact that he president. Right. So you just almost you have, you have to just say just see what kind of job he does at this point, mm-hmm. and then make a you know make a judgment off of that. If after a year, year and a half, he fucking up, then by all means, ran away. But at this point, just see what he does. Yep, and you know all these uh, the actors held a anti-Trump rally. You know, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, you do a really funny impression, but you're going to run it into the ground very fast, and it's going to get old even quicker. Uh, Michael Moore was up there speaking. Um, Michael Moore, you can leave. I, I, it, it, I, I wouldn't even notice you were gone if you left. Um, these actors need to fucking chill. They really, they're not helping. They're getting people hyped up. Are you going to lay down and just take that this is your president? Guess what? We don't have a choice. Like I said the other day, these guys, they're not, they're not living check to check. They don't have the same problems we do. They're not in the same fucking tax bracket I am. These fucking actors don't know the real fucking problems in the world. What are they bitching about? Because they don't like the fucking candidate for president? Yeah. Good. You don't like it, you can leave. No one will fucking mind if you leave. Go do go try to be your fucking Go see what country will fucking take you, if yeah. they will. Yeah, you sound like a fucking. A- I mean, I'm sorry. You sound like an asshole. Oh, he, you're not my president. Shut the fuck. I mean, at the end of the day, look. If you're an American citizen, I'm a proud American. I think I can speak for Box. So you're a proud American. We anybody listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, which we appreciate you doing on Mixer.com/slash/thc podcast. Thank you very much. But <laughs> I, I mean, at the end of the day, he's your president. He's my. It pains me to say he's my president, and you don't necessarily have to respect the person, but at least have enough respect for your country and the and the position. It's a stress. I mean, God bless him because at the end of the day, it's a stressful job. It's a stressful job to take. Mm-hmm. Obama, Obama, you look. Obama went into that eight years ago. He was young. He was virile, healthy. Now, eight years later, you see the. You know the stress lines on his face. He looks like a man that is tired that then got beat down for eight years. Gray hair, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the job, a that that job took about eight years off his life. Yeah. 
But you know what, dude? We have a businessman running the company now. And the company is a fucking business. And maybe he'll do a great job. Look, everyone, oh, Obama did such a good job. No, he didn't. We are way more in debt now than when fucking Obama came into office. But no one brings that up. No one wants to bring that up, that we're like $19 trillion in debt, and we were only like $16 trillion when he came in. That's a, $3 trillion's kind of a lot of money. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three trillion. I don't even think we have any trillionaires in the country, to be honest with you. What what does that tell you? Yeah. So I I, I don't know, man. I I just I I think these these actors are causing people to protest, but they don't know what the fuck's going on. Love you, babe. Good night. So I don't know. They just don't have the fucking. Their mentality is so much different than ours. Do they go into a factory every day to a job and work and, you know, risk their lives as a cop or anything like that? No. No. They go into a studio and they get paid 20 fucking million dollars to do it. Do you think I would be complaining if I made that much money? No. No, I would be banging my supermodel fucking girlfriend because I probably wouldn't be married. And I would be smiling, drinking champagne off of her ass crack. I wouldn't care who the president was. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, and like and like I said, you know, they say, look, they say money, you know, can't cure problems. It's not the answer. That, shit, it don't hurt shit either. <laughs> yeah. M- m- money can't buy happiness. Bullshit. Go buy a boat. <laughs> name it happiness. Money just bought you fucking happiness. Yeah. Done. My love, my money buys you happiness. It can buy it buy you uh, all the finest in electronics, women, weed, whatever you want. Money buys you a lot of avenues to happiness. Or it at least allows you to self-medicate very comfortably. Yeah, and you know, look, I love Snoop. I do. But even he was out there like, look, anybody who... Who plays at the Trump inauguration? I'm gonna, I'm gonna roast your ass. That ain't right. He ain't my president. Snoop, you're too high to. Snoop, this is the man who's actually pushing for the legalization of marijuana. Take it easy, bro. Chill, chill. Snoop, I'm sure he sold out quicker than a fucking iPhone. So nah. I mean, you know. I mean, I say that yet, even though, and yesterday he was doing some sort of live playing fucking music in his studio, and I listened for 20 minutes. So, whatever. You know, I mean, you know, like I said, I can separate, you know, whatever. You want to do your politics thing, do your politics thing. You want to sit in there, you know, smoking a blunt, listening to fucking live music live on Facebook. I'll watch you for a little while. <laughs> you know, I don't care. But they really need to stop trying to uh, you know rabble rouse the 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 common public I, I hate to say it like that but to these actors we're the common folk yes they're rich 
They are met. Do you think Alec Baldwin has any problem getting into fucking restaurants or 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 paying his bills next month? Do you think he's worrying about if his electricity is going to be on next month? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think he is. And most of the people in America that are complaining about Trump should be those people, the common people. The actors should have nothing to do with this. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You, you ask an actor, ask your average actor, uh, and I'm talking about your, you know, your A-list, big money-making celebrity, ask them how much milk is. How much bread is? How much orange juice is? They probably couldn't tell you that shit. Because for one, they never they ain't been to a grocery store since yeah. their mama took them. Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask them to balance a checking account. What'd you say, Box? Ask them to balance a fucking checking account. They can't do that shit, dude. They can't do that fucking but shit. What, budget for the month and all of that budget shit? For, budget? What's a bud? My accountant does that. <laughs> I don't have an accountant, motherfucker. I don't even know... You know what my accountant is? I fucking take out my rent money every week so I know I fucking have it. That's my accountant. <laughs> and that's the only thing I worry about is if my rent is paid. I don't care about my other bills. I'll figure them out later. Do you think actors worry about this shit? No. No. M look, m musicians, you want to turn down doing the inauguration? I understand that. That's plenty. That's plenty to stand your ground. Turn down the inauguration. That's your fucking stance. I get it. But to go out in public and just trash the fucking guy, come on, come on, enough already. And like I said at the beginning of the show, you people that are fucking breaking up a fucking Starbucks, get it. Now I didn't hear about this. Like, what's the story with this? In Washington, one of the first buildings they fucking smashed the windows on with a fucking Starbucks. The fucking Starbucks do anybody? I don't know. I wish that fucking Starbucks manager was a goddamn fucking concealed weapons character carrying and put the fuck put a bullet in one of those motherfuckers. Yes, you, yeah, and, and that, that's I, another I, thing. Like, well, who, what is tearing up innocent small innocent business it, businesses? Look, mm -hmm. Starbucks is obviously a big major corporation, but in, in the in the grand scheme of things, this Starbucks that they tore up was basically like a small little. In the area. So what the fuck does this accomplish? Well, what they're trying to do is, what I believe they were trying to do was cause enough havoc so the parade for Trump to go from the inauguration to the White House couldn't get through. Uh -huh. But, dude, those D.C. cops weren't having it. They lined up. They fucking pushed that crowd back. And the crowd, they didn't, they, they couldn't do nothing. Do they not realize they're in Washington, D.C.? The police in that state are used to protecting the president of the United States. They're not going to bullshit with your fucking little protesting. They arrested over 100 people today, dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm imagining if you was in the area, you would have been you would you would have been mowing people down. Dude, let me ask you a question. Who goes to fucking protest a protest like this? Yeah, <laughs> who goes to protest like they're in a like they're a fucking train robber from the fucking nineteen seven? Uh, and, I'm and, sorry, and let me tell you I'm not the smartest person in the world, but Washington D.C. of all places is the one place in this country where you do not want to show your head because the, the the law enforcement in that area do not fuck around, bro. No, no they don't no, fuck no. around. No, and I you know especially since you know all the shit going down, dude. 
those police weren't fucking around. They formed a fucking wall. They pushed back a crowd of thousands within seconds. Within yeah. seconds. Matt might have taken some pepper spray and a little bit of tear gas, but the people who are fucking attacking the cops fucking need to need to be tear gassed and or fucking pepper sprayed, in my opinion. You don't attack a fucking cop. Yeah, especially when it's unwarranted. No, I don't care if you think of him as an authority figure. Why don't you think of him as fucking A, somebody's son slash daughter, or B, somebody's fucking parent, like you probably are, and fucking don't attack police officers. If you do, you deserve everything and anything you get, in my opinion. Yeah, we had a cop shot and killed today. Yeah, we had a cop shot here last week. Orlando had a cop shot. Uh, a lot of cop shootings going, but we had a cop in Houston that uh, got shot. And um, did he make it? Actually, we had a cop right here in Little Elm, which is 15 minutes from my house. No, he got shot in the neck and did not make it. But, um, you know, during the procession, you know, taking his body from the hospital to the funeral, there were people pulled over in their cars on the highways just standing, just standing for the police officer. It was actually really nice to see. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't see why you would go protest with your face covered up. You're not going to protest with your face covered up. I don't think so. Why would you not want to be seen by cameras if you're just there to fucking protest something civilly? Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and let's be honest, man. A lot, I, 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 and I hate to say this. I think this, these protests we're seeing and all this uh, destruction of property, looting and all... A lot of it is comes from a place of being genuinely pissed off, but it's other people that they have uh, ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. They they're just doing it to get some press for themselves, and in some cases get free shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Let's be honest. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It ain't this because first of all, half of these people are not even. I guarantee you, if you were to give them a test on the issues at hand, they couldn't tell you shit. They couldn't tell you their. They couldn't explain to you their ad, the difference between their ass and the hole in the wall. I will bet over half of them didn't even vote. Exactly. How's that sound? I'll bet over half of them didn't even vote yet. Found a good reason to get a day off of work again. Go fucking get a job. <laughs> there were thousands of people out there protesting that should have been at fucking work today. That's all I'm saying. No, 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 no. It wasn't a thousand. It, Wow, you got to figure at least two fifty of them was in a therapy session today. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. There were probably many emotionally disturbed people out there who just couldn't <laughs> handle. But there were literally, I saw a girl on a Facebook video say, "Yeah, I cried when Trump got inaugurated because you know Obama's been president since I was two. Wow. I feel A, old, B, very scared. Like I said before, we are raising and, and luckily I'm, I, I'm doing my best not to, but we are, we are raising an era of victims. I'm not even going to say pussies anymore because it's actually too harsh. <laughs> victims. We're raising. Thank you, Smart, for the math lesson. Thank you. Thank you. That would make her ten. Thank you very much, Smart. Um, but yeah, I mean, victims. 
victims of this, victims of that. I was a victim of this. I was bullied. I don't like who my president is, so I need to see a counselor. Fuck you. Shut up. My president on Facebook, how everybody just wants to see him fail. I'm like, you know, you're part of the country. That's like being on an airplane and wanting to get to take a freaking nosedive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's CNN. Thank you, Weez, for bringing that up. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Before that, CNN read an article. What if the president is assassinated at his inauguration? Why CNN would do that is beyond me, but they did it. They ran a whole fucking uh, a news article. What if Donald Trump got assassinated at his uh, uh, inauguration? As you see CNN being a gatekeeper, they control what's on TV, what goes on, what they talk about. They're going to pick something racial. They're going to pick something sexist. They're going to mm-hmm. pick the sexiest well, story out there, you know? The man did call him out in a press conference as fake news. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. But, um... I don't know, man. It, 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 there, there's, listen, like I've said before, 2017, lighten the fuck up. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. what we need. We need, we need to lighten up. We need, we, we need to not only have more comedy, but understand comedy. Can we just please not be the, this pe? If we keep going as this politically correct people that we are right now do you realize what we're going to be if we keep going this way we're not going to be able to have opinions we're not going to be able to do anything negative towards anyone we're just going to be a whole bunch of robotic positive people who are happy yet depressed as shit on the inside but have to pack it in because we're not allowed to fucking say anything is that what we're going to be? Yep. That's what people are training us to be. Or we're going to be people that don't pack everything in, yet go to a therapist for every little fucking thing in our life. That's going to yeah. be horrible, too. Yes. Yeah, lighten up and just, when you get, lighten up and just, sometimes you just got to, like, accept things for what they are and keep on moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at it like this. When he won... I was pissed off, but you know what? A day or two later, I'm over it. it, it the, the shit that I'm reading on Facebook and Twitter and social media in general, watching on the news, he's not my president. It's like fucking a bitch without a condom and, then, <laughs> and, and, and being pissed off five years later when you're still paying child support. Motherfucker, what did you expect? <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, there's Deal with nothing. It. It, it's not bitching about it five years after the fact ain't going to change the fact that you fucked up. Do people not remember the bitching, the bitching people did when Clinton was leaving and Obama was coming in? People were were literally getting petitions signed to keep Bill Clinton in office four more years. Did it work? No. Guess what? Your protests are not going to work. All you're going to do is cost each city you protest in more money. More money in police protection, more money in damages because you people can't even fucking protest peacefully. W- what good is that going to do? You're going to raise your own fucking taxes? 
and then blame Donald Trump when the taxes are raised when you fucking damaged your city? Oh, and Ooh. not to mention, they're, <laughs> they're going to take money out of, you know, like I said, you know, the money that they would normally use for, like, social programs, welfare, shit like that. They're going to get that money from somewhere. They're going to raise the taxes, and they're going to pull it from other resources that could use the money more to yeah. fix shit up that you just... It's just, you know... If people really kind of, like, really sat down and educated themselves to the issues and what they're doing, they would, they, would, they would look at things a little differently. At least I would hope. You would hope, but I don't know. Everyone right now just has their fucking mindset on everything, but I don't know. I mean, every time you guys protest, just remember... You got to put more cops out there. Figure a cop makes what? Just figure starting salary twenty four thousand a year, a beat cop, a uniform cop. Okay, so two thousand dollars a month just taken out of your pocket. Look at all those uniform cops around you, and just just multiply by two thousand by what? There were probably a good, there was probably a good thousand cops today. Yeah, yeah. That's a, oh that oh that's that's good. That's I mean, good. And it's not the damage. Who's got to clean that up? Who's yeah. the firemen? Every I mean that's costing money. I mean honestly, what's the word Anthony used? Savages. That's what they are. Honestly, yeah. they just like I'm gonna bring up something older. The Trayvon Martin thing. What is breaking into a footlocker stealing a pair of Jordans gonna do for that guy's family? I don't understand. You know. I don't know, man. It's it's the the the, the logic today is so. Odd. I don't know what else to say, but odd. And I, I actually heard people diss Trump. I was like, how much is he getting paid? And they, I was like, you know he's not getting a salary, right? I was like, you know what he wants to do is just bring large corporations that left under Obama here to expand and get more people jobs. And like they didn't even know that. I was like, that's why you have those debates on TV. I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying just watch it so you can learn yeah, something. The, the man wants <laughs> to try to bring manufacturing back to the United States. Yeah. Holy shit. Why would that be a bad thing? Oh more jobs, God. more money. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you the truth. I have seen in the past three weeks more now hiring posters than I have seen in the past four years. It's go down the street right now to Dollar Store, Winn-Dixie, Walmart. People just don't want to work. I got a bunch of friends who are fresh out of prison. They want to get paid 15 hours. I'll spend eight, nine years in prison. Who's going to pay you that much money, you know? Fresh out of prison. Yeah. I was like, you got to start somewhere, start at the bottom and work your way to the top. Yeah. But I'm seeing a lot more people hiring right now. And yeah. that's that's not a bad thing, everybody. Let it play out a little bit. Like Anthony said, you want to wait a year or two down the road, be protesting, the impeach the motherfucker. That's fine. But let's see. Let's just yeah. see. Let's see. How long... Obama's main thing when coming into being elected was health care. Remember this. Obama did not bring in Obamacare until his second term. If his second term didn't happen, he would have been a liar and done nothing. Nothing. Nothing for health care like his main platform was. Right? His yeah. second term that came in. Second term. So, you know, the, it, it, give the fucking guy a chance. 
People are freaking out because we got the Donald. Look, I know the guy is a fucking basically a parody of himself, but let the f give him a chance. Like I've said before, in my opinion, the fucking he's nothing but a fucking a figurehead. He is an actor playing the head of the country. He gets told what to do like every other employee in this world. Trust yes. me. He's told what to do. And trust me, he's going to be told every word to fucking say from here on. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, like let's be honest. Like, folks, it was amateur hour. It was all hee-hee and ha-ha in the build-up to this moment. But now he's president, trust me, like Box said, he has people in his ear. He has handlers. He has wranglers that, that, that are going to rein him in. Everything he speak, everything he says from this point forward, as long as he's in that office, in that chair... Is going to be carefully written and orchestrated. Mm -hmm. Nothing he says will be said by fucking accident. You're not going to get the apprentice Donald Trump. You're going to get the fucking Donald Trump that America wants. The people behind the scenes that are really running shit. Yeah, and I, I, I think all these little Twitter tirades people are making fun of. I really believe they're going to stop today. today. Or, or, or I put it to you like this: He'll still maintain a Twitter. But what'll happen is they'll put somebody in charge of it. It won't be him anymore. Mm -mm. They'll, 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 they'll put some fucking young college intern, pay him jack shit. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, won't pay him anything. They're just like, just keep this running for us, but just keep it PC. You know, don't don't go off the reservation with it. Yeah, every now and then he'll say something slightly controversial that Trump would say. But I really believe we're going to get a brand new Donald Trump then coming up. <clears throat> like I said, as of... After today, well, it's one o'clock yeah. in the morning here, two o'clock everywhere. Else. And, and and like yeah. I said, like he, at the end of the day, you know, person, you know, you take how you feel about the man personally out of the equation. You could still think he's a scumbag, piece of shit. Fine. At the end of the day, if he ends up doing a good job as president, just judge him basically solely on that. You got to give credit where it's due. So at this point, all you all we can do is wait and see. What you know, as George Bush uh, said famously a few years ago when he was in office, we I'm in a wait and see mode. That's where I'm at. I'm in a wait and see mode. Just gotta wait and see what happens. It's all you can do, man. It is all you can fucking do, unfortunately. And I, <laughs> you know, I know everyone's like, well, it's hard to wait and see when it's the country at stake. The country's not going to fall apart. Martial mm -mm. law is not going to be fucking declared in the next week. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it, this is not going to be the purge. Murder is not going to be legal come next month. <laughs> Jesus Everyone Christ. just relax. Take, Doom and gloom. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the country needs to smoke a fucking joint. Get laid and just just let, let, let this it, shit ride man. out. <laughs> Whatever you want to go lay, if you want to lay a dude, if you're a dude, if you want to lay a fucking chick, if you want to go lay a fucking fruit, literally a fruit, if you want to go fuck a pineapple, whatever relaxes you, you need to do it. Chill out. Let shit play out. Quit freaking the fuck out. You're making it worse. By, by man would bring up another cop show, martial law. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that that's about as old time as you can get, Box. I brought up the purge too. Come on, I'm not, I don't even right. like horror movies. But I brought up the purge. All right, 
CHT goes literally though. People are acting like that's what people are acting like. They're acting like literally, fucking every little thing is gonna be like the world is coming to an end. Aliens may attack next week because Trump is president. You know, but, but come on, people. What's really gonna change? What is really gonna change? Nothing. Exactly. I mean, and like I said, it was funny, like the the Trump jokes and all that. It was funny, way you know, way back when, a few months ago. But now that he's in office, you just gotta let let it go and just say, you know what? I'm still here. I woke up this morning. I'm still living. I'm gonna still continue to do what the fuck I gotta do to maintain and make it in this world, and just take it from there. I, I can't. I can't change the fact me bitching, you bitching. About the, it, it won't change the fact that this man is in office. It, it won't not not that, and that's my whole thing. The bitching just at the, it just has to stop because no amount of bitching is going to change the result nope. of what we have. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And ultimately, I'm cheering. For, I, I, I'm I'm rooting the guy on it for no other reason that whether I vote for him, you voted for him, didn't vote for him, that means nothing. If he fucks up. It affects me. It affects. That's another thing that makes me laugh. It, it, for all the people that voted for Trump, when he fucks up the country, you'll see. Like you're like you're a fucking Stevie Richards promo. You'll see. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Not realizing that that fucks me up. That fucks you up, box. That fuck. We all fucked. It's not just gonna fuck. It's not just gonna fuck up a segment of the country. That's not how democracy. That's not how democracy works. If the president fucks up, it fucks up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how people don't understand that concept. I don't know, man. I, I really don't get it. Because everyone now thinks they have a voice. And and they have to do this. And they have to join a protest. The whole world suddenly is is a a, a a fucking college campus of protests. Suddenly the whole world is the movie PCU where there's a protest on every fucking corner. What the fuck? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't understand. But literally, I'm sorry, people. No matter how many you pull together, you do not have the power to overthrow government. This has been tried for years and years and years. And, you know, just like fucking Smart says, Trump allegedly has a video where he's getting peed on. If that's not entertainment, then you people need to really lighten the fuck up in 2017. Matter of fact, that should be my fucking campaign slogan. Lighten <laughs> up in 2017. Boxman said it. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go to DX route. With my own little twist on it, so that that's gonna be my campaign for a uh, twenty twenty, sucking left dicks, suck <laughs> it, because <laughs> because you know I'm representing the left side. There you go. That's the there best you side. go. <laughs> All right, we're about at three hours here. You should probably fucking get out of here. Yeah, wrap it up, B. There you go. On that note, uh, thanks for calling and weebs. Nice to hang oh. with you for a while. And as usual, catch us next week here, Mixer.com slash THT Podcast for THT Movie Review. Uh, you can check us out at THT Movie Review on Facebook, on TuneIn Radio, YouTube, 
in uh, iTunes Radio, anywhere you can find good podcasts. You will check us out. And like I said, we'll be back here next week, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Anthony. Later. Good hanging with you, man. We will talk to y'all later. Thanks for calling. There it is.